What's happening, everyone? Welcome to the Paranormies. Uh, this is the Nationalist Inquirer, your midweek version of the Paranormies. I'm Johnny Monoxide, and tonight I'm here with Reinhardt. What's up, dude? Oh, not much. Uh, just finished my interreligious prayer service and sacrifices. Oh, God. Uh, I hope that went well. I'm also here with Dogbot. What's up, Ralph? Oh, doing all right. Um, I had to have a chupacabra get one of his fangs extracted. Uh, this time last week, he tried to bite into a non-thawed-out chicken. What? I figured a chupacabra... Well, you know, they, they love chicken. But I figured a chupacabra would be able to deal with a uh, frozen chicken, no? Uh, they're desert animals. They, uh, yeah, but the powerful jaws... The, you know, the powerful jaws, the nasty teeth. I was just thinking, you know... They'd make short work, short work of it. I guess not. Anyways, also, Jack the intern in the corner taking notes. What's up, Jack? Just another day of uh, ratioing a uh, bunch of retards. <laughs> Dear God. Oh, Lord. Yes, indeed, the ratios. Um, it was almost a golden ratio. It was like, what, five on one? That's horrible. It reminded me of like the old days of Facebook gang trolling. I miss that. Except it was reminded just me of the DFP days. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Same days. Um, That's some esoteric stuff right, right there. Right. Shout out to Dirge and Samp. All right. Um, you got no business. You know what? We, you know why we don't have any business? Because we don't have no PayPal no more. They finally got us, folks. So we have no donations this week, and we'll have no PayPal donations probably ever again. But you can still donate to the Paranormies uh, at our Bitcoin address. We have a Litecoin address. We have we'll put up all the the other altcoin addresses in the uh, in the show notes this week. And they finally got us, fam. Oh well, and they lied about us too. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh yes. my god. Yeah. And, we're not gonna, yeah. and of course, and of, are, we, well, are we repeating the lie? No, we're not going to repeat the lie because the lie gets, you know, people can go to our Telegram channel if they want to see the lie, Okay. Um, which is t.me slash promotion. Yes. T.me slash the paranormies present. That is our, um, that is our Telegram channel where you can see the lie printed there. Uh, you know, and I tried to, I, I tried to do the appeals process and literally, Every step of the way, they, they try to get you to go another direction. Like, oh, you want to do the chat? Well, chat's not available. Would you like to email somebody? Oh, email. Can't do that. Uh, here's the phone number. Oh, that phone number's not available. It's only for overseas callers. Uh, so you're going to, you know, they, it's this big circular thing until you finally give up and throw your phone across the room. Or punch your computer. Either one. There is no recourse. Right. There's no recourse once they uh, once they stated that you've uh, violated their community standards and they're like, you know, the community standards that you clicked. I agree to because, you know, much like uh, the South Park human Sentai pad episode, nobody actually reads the terms and conditions. If you do, I don't believe you. You're, you're a liar. But that was, that was, an, in- that was an, an interesting episode. episode. Oof. Did somebody have an alien? Wow. Get them. What happened? I, I think, I think DB is. Uh, I think one of his chupacabras has finally learned how to speak. No, mimicking his his voice. This is a scary moment. Hey, what's, what's happening ha- here? Oh, oh, wow! You're awfully metallic, sir. Oh no, dog. Are you are you back? Are you good? Yeah, uh, we got we got a couple chupacabra puppies here, and one of them was gnawing on one of the cords. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, it's it's sweet until you know we have to start e begging for uh, donations for more microphones for Dogbot. Right. Yeah, you know, but yeah, you because know, we're not above e begging for such things. Right. Well, I mean that's the whole that's the whole point of the dissident right, isn't it? Is to just 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 grift and e beg. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, e yeah. beg from your followers. Like, uh, uh, you know, my chupacabras have a uh, have a wish list of stuff from PetSmart. Oh you know, I'll, we'll 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 set up a link for that in the you know in the show notes. Okay. Can I can I get a uh, set of bed frame risers so that my uh, my sleeping ghost can actually sleep under the bed and not on my chest. That is, well, that's kind of a contractual thing. I thought you guys already worked that out. I did nothing. Okay. okay. Didn't you just say nobody reads the terms of service? I did. I see what happens. See, see, this is what happens, Reinhardt. This is what happens, Larry. Um, man, it has been, it's been a week since our last one of these. No, it, it is. Uh, we're a day late. Uh, we had, there was a, there was a, uh, a thing it happened yesterday and we recorded today instead it's fine it's content um there's a lot of stuff happened though right i mean dude what is this <laughs> what is this chinese thing Did you china <laughs> beijing is subjecting reportedly subjecting u.s diplomats to covid19 anal swabs fucking trolled i just imagine like this little five foot three chinese dude and his followers, like his his colleagues, just walking into the airport or into the U.S. embassy, just like the dwarves from Snow White, mm-hmm. just <laughs> carrying swabs and needles and flashlights. Or Eric Swal- or Eric Swalwell with his uh, Chinese honeypot tranny, and oh, it's God. like, all right, Eric, come on, you know, I need you to come to the embassy with me. Honey, okay, honey. Yes, honey. It's 4 honey. PM time for your COVID nineteen anal swab. Uh. <laughs> They're gonna need a giant. Didn't John talk about? Didn't you say they're gonna need a uh, a couple extra larges for Nancy Pelosi? Uh, they're gonna need to get a PVC pipe and wrap a towel around the end of that. <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Oh man, I love Gross. pre-show chats. Yeah, you can hear you can hear the echo all the way to the Denver airport in that one. All right, all right. (laughs) Coal miners everywhere just shuddered. Man, that's yeah, everywhere. Sheesh. Um, good lord. So (laughs) I was, (laughs) so I was watching YouTube as I'm as I do, um, because I don't like to pay for streaming stuff, and uh, I was scrolling through our chat, and have you guys noticed like the uptick in um in these uh, celebrity lookalike or people that are replaced kind of stories. You guys notice that? Um, a little bit. Uh, it's been gradual. Yeah. But it seems that much like a lot of other topics, uh, a lot of this stuff is like coming out now. Like, I don't, maybe it's the, uh, maybe the system revealing its method or whatever, but, uh, Dude, I'm just gonna come out and say it. Um, Rush Limbaugh passed away, and ever since Rush Limbaugh passed away, people have been posting these videos about Rush Limbaugh. Um, is Jim Morrison? What well, the hell? Um, if 
If I could, I would like to say a few words for the great and late El Rushbo. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a formative American experience for a young white working class person to have at least at some point in the last 25 years had a daytime boss who played Rush Limbaugh on the AM station where they worked. And, uh, you know, I have a pr some pretty decent memories of such working experiences uh, in a higher trust society. And, you know, I have to give Rush Limbaugh some credit for having me more interested in doing some kind of broadcasting the truth as I see it. Now, I listened to him for about 15 years, uh, not during the Bush years, but pretty much leading into, you know, the Obama administration for those eight years and, a, you know, a little bit afterwards and whatnot. And um, I'll have to say, you know, uh, if I didn't listen to him, I don't know what other stuff I might have listened to. And. I know there's the old quantum of conscious trope of the uh, graduated animal farm and stuff like that, but if you wanted to get a good gauge of what your local friendly boomer con thought about stuff, mm -hmm. uh, listening to a little bit of Rush Limbaugh would give you a good idea of like where they were at. And uh, for better or for worse, you know, I didn't I didn't hate people I knew that listened that took everything he said to heart, you know. Now, as when he passed away last week, I was like, well, he had stage four lung cancer. He he lasted a lot longer than most average people with stage four lung cancer lasted. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, God rest his soul. Uh, really strange he didn't leave behind any kids. That's a whole other thing. You know, that, yeah. that's a that's one thing that's a, that I know some people who are really bothered by conservative commentators. They're like. Yeah, they got nothing to lose, you know, <laughs> by not sticking their necks out, you know. And uh, they but, never actually stick their necks out, though. Yeah. Uh, it, here's the thing. As soon as he passed away, I saw the first I, I had seen that first video of him being Jim Morrison. And I don't know, like, I never saw it until I saw that, until I saw that video. Until you look at pictures of fat Jim Morrison mm -hmm. right before he, you know, right before he kicked the bucket when his, when his career with the doors had come to a screeching halt right. and he went, he went to France, dude. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No I'm fat. One of the pictures right now. Fat Jim Morrison is definitely Rush Limbaugh. Uh, who's, who's, what's Rush Limbaugh's brother quote. I mean, I'm using this, this lightly, but his quote brother's name. David oh, yeah. Limbaugh. David, David Limbaugh, Limbaugh, who looks very crypto Jewish. Yes. Yes. Who looks the, two, the, the important thing is the two don't even look like the same phenotype. Even if Rush were thin, as his, as his quote brother is, mm -hmm. uh, the two would not look anything alike. No, uh, they look like they. David Limbaugh's David Limbaugh's uh, sort of claim to fame during the Obama administration, he had used the the capital of his brother's success to pen a few novels about uh, installing con conservatism into Christianity. Mm. Interesting. So, yeah, so, like, he, he tried to do, like, a uh, conserv like a, a modern-day uh, Thomas Jefferson's 
uh, interpretation of the Bible sort of kind of angle oh thing. Really? And how, yeah, and it's was he a success crypto, at writing books? Very or crypto what? Jewish. Yeah, it's very that seems very crypto, and he looks very crypto. Doesn't look anything like his brother Rush. Um, what is Rush's? Is that is, is that? I don't know because I never watched. I never watched Rush Limbaugh. That uh, my mom, my mom's a, was is a boomer con and watched quite a bit of Rush. I never got into politics. I wasn't into politics and definitely not talk radio uh, and all conservative talk radio. Um, is that his real name, Rush? Is it? Is it actually? I, I'm not sure because when when he first got into radio, mm-hmm. uh, less than six months after Jim Morrison died in that bathtub in France, uh, he went by the name John Christie. Was it John or Jeff? Oh, I think it, it was be, Jeff. It could be. It could be Jeff Christie. Either one. It, it's not Rush Limbaugh. So. No. Right. Somehow, yeah. Rush Limbaugh went from Jeff Christie. Isn't Jeff Christie the kicker for the Eagles? Doug Christie. Different guy. Anyway. Um, uh, his full name is Rush Limbaugh III. Fred Limbaugh III? Rush Hudson Limbaugh III. Oh, Rush Hudson Limbaugh III. Okay. Interesting. So, yeah, but Rush did go by uh, Jeff Christie in the 70s. Um, I guess when he was when he was like first starting out. Uh, I was in Pittsburgh, I want to say. Um, that was kind of his like air name, basically. Mm. Like, yeah, when he was he, on as like a DJ, like talk radio in the seventies. Hmm. Yeah, his personal mythology that he's talked about over the years is he started out in uh, like rock radio and got fired a few times. Worked for the Kansas City Royals in uh, sales or something like that, and then went to Sacramento to uh, start his talk radio career. Hmm. Like, so. Interesting. So he went from rock and roll to conservative talk radio because that's a, that's an arc that you see a lot. You know, usually that's, I mean, or do you, have you ever seen that before? Anybody going from, from a rock background into like conservative radio like that? I don't, I don't know. I do I do recall this really weird period uh, right after Howard Stern left Terrestrial Radio David mm-hmm. Lee Roth took his place. Oh man. And for and for 2 months it was some of the worst uh, talk radio I'd ever heard in my entire life, but I couldn't stop listening to it in the morning because it was so bad. I can imagine. And because it and because yeah. it was David Lee Roth, you know. Right. But it was it was it was I, I can't even describe it to you. It, it was so weird. No, I can imagine. David Lee Roth's a very strange guy anyway in, in interviews and whatnot. Um, he's a really, he's a happy guy, you know, he's, but uh, he's really, really strange. Uh, but anyways, back to Rush Limbaugh being Jim Morrison. Um, man, I watched that video you guys posted. Uh, who posted that first? Where did that come from? I think I, I think I posted it because somebody sent it to me. Okay. So you want to go into a little, go into a little detail for the listeners. We're going to, we'll, we'll probably end up, we'll, we'll obviously, uh, Jack, make sure I have the link. We'll put it in the show notes. Um, we might have to do pictures in the mega thing again. I think that might end up being a thing from now on, especially with the nationalist inquirer. So you have your pictures to go with the articles, right? It's got to have a lead, right. you know, your story has got to have a picture. So yeah, it looks like him. I mean, the, the nose, the ears, the teeth. 
you know, in the teeth now, you said that uh, Rush's last set was all pretty much veneers, but the older right. pictures of Rush, the teeth look the teeth look right. Yeah, so if you go to 90s pictures of Rush, uh, that was when he tried to have the, the, the syndicated television show on Fox, uh, which he lamented later on in his radio career. He talked about how it was just way too much way too much bullshit to do the hair and the makeup and have all the people with the writers and the, the, you know, blah, 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 blah. But there are some pretty decent shots of him laughing and you can see the arrangement of his top teeth. And if you, you can correspond those almost identically with the top row of teeth of Jim Morrison. Another, uh, identifying marker is Jim Morrison had a mole on, uh, but like towards the, on the left side of his face that was closer to his nose on his, uh, centered somewhere around his cheek. And Rush Limbaugh had a very similar mole that was, uh, lighter in color. Although, you know, it's hard to say if, uh, it's hard to say if photographers who photographed Jim Morrison during the height of his rock career, didn't embellish the darkness of that mole uh, as like a beauty mark sort hmm. of thing, uh, you know. But Rush, Lim- Rush Limbaugh had had a had a mole like that on his uh, in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there's so- there's something about the the brow ridge and, and, and the eyes. Uh, I he doesn't have like the um, they're not like hooded eyes, but they're. Uh, it's a very, it's a very, uh, it's a very prominent brow ridge, and if you can see, you can definitely see the way that when Rush Limbaugh takes a drag off of uh, a cigar, which he was famous for doing, mm-hmm. you can see, you can see pictures of Jim Morrison taking a drag, and they, it, it looks, it looks dead on. They There's have the same mannerisms when they do it. Yeah, the hand, the head, everything that he holds it the same way. And I'm not saying that that's like as dead a giveaway as anything else, but you know, it's just one of those things that adds to, it adds to the list of things that make you go, hmm. Uh, Jim Morrison was one of the 27 Club. Uh, they, you know, supposedly died at 27. That was what Jimi Hendrix, uh, Janis Joplin, Jim Morrison. Who else? Amy Winehouse. Amy Winehouse. And Kurt Cobain. Right, Cobain. Did, did, did you guys? about did you mention as well uh, i know you talked about his teeth um i'm sorry if i zoned out for a moment uh the left his left front tooth actually sticks out a little bit more than the right on both jim and rush limbaugh mm-hmm. yeah it's uh yeah it, i i mean i didn't say that specifically but there is there is that prominence of that that left front tooth yep mm-hmm. it's yeah it's, it's not a normal thing right it's not that's, i was just I mean, gonna that, say it's it's not a normal well, thing, it's and, not, it's, and it's it's yeah. not wouldn't be a normal thing for two people that look similar that would have the exact same thing going on with the teeth. A lot of a lot of coincidences going on here. Um, Those not familiar with his radio content, he had a certain familiarity with the degeneracy of the hippie movement and everything, where he he made it seem like he understood them, but he was. you know but he was away from that sort of thing that he didn't participate in that sort of thing but there was a certain sort of undertone of familiarity to where i was like there was time to time i was like 
Yeah, Rush. I think maybe you burned some ganja or or, t- or took some acid back in the day. <laughs> but it maybe went it, to a show or two. Having can you imagine how effective a propagandist he could be if he had the absolute familiarity of the Jim Morrison perspective? Right, and that would give him, especially considering the audience that he is uh, being put in front of, is the these boomer cons who were original Doors fans back in the late 60s when the Doors first came out. These are the same people. He's witnessing to the same congregation. Uh, I also... That, I that's, also want to say, oh, no, go sorry. Ahead. No, no, go ahead. His theme song, which was, which is famous, it it was the Pretenders, <laughs> <laughs> and the Pretenders were okay with him using it. Right. Yeah, and and I thought that, and and in retrospect, I see that as sort of a little bit of a wink and a nod. Because he's pretending. Right. I get that. Yeah. It's, he's pretending yeah. with the song to be not Jim Morrison. It's just one of those things. And then you're like, no way, dude. That could never happen. I mean, we've already said, we've talked about this before, that uh, Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Uh, and the more I look at it, the more convinced I am. Um, and... well. Well, one one more thing before we go to Alex Jones and Bill Hicks. Well, Remember I'm, that the, I was just going to tie it back together, but go ahead. Oh, the day that Jim Morrison died was also the day that Jim Morrison's father uh, decommissioned the vessel that started the Vietnam War and the Gulf of Tonkin incident. Right, and also don't forget that um, Jim Morrison's father said that if. Israel was responsible for the USS Liberty that we should retaliate equal to, if not worse. And uh, right afterwards, his son was killed. Yep. There's that. There's that. Right. So, I mean, there's a lot of okay. tie-ins. There's a lot of tie-ins with this. I mean, you know, I mean, Rush Limbaugh becomes part of the uh, Zionist war propaganda too. He was very pro-war, right? I'm not familiar. I. I'm not as familiar with what his stance on the Bush, uh, the Bush interventions were. Okay. I would assume that he went along with it because every because everybody in politics went along with it at the time. Like both Democrats and Republicans signed on to the Iraq War. Right, right, right. The first time, well, it- the first time I was not the second time I was, you know, in in the military, and I'm pretty sure. I remember seeing him because Fox News was all they ever had on anywhere. Um, and I'm pretty sure I remember seeing Rush Limbaugh cheerleading the war. Well, pretty, pretty sure I could Clinton be wrong. Fa- Bill Clinton famously blamed Rush Limbaugh for the Oklahoma City bombing for inspiring that. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> there's been there there's been some there's been some footsie back and forth with AM conservative talk radio and things ha- and things happening in the fake and gay stage of, of mm-hmm. national politics for quite some time. Right. That's that's oh, for in- sure. Yeah, that's interesting that the um, I forgot about that the Bill Clinton thing that he said that. Um, and Bill Clinton's one to talk. Like it was, he's the one that did Ruby Ridge and Waco. Right. <sighs> or Janet Reno did. Or Janet Reno, who took over for Merrick Garland, right? Or was yeah, Merrick Garland Garland's the prosecutor? Garland's going to be in there. 
<laughs> Dude, Merrick, Gar- Merrick Garland's going to be the attorney general. <laughs> he is, yeah. I know. He's going after white supremacists. The most important thing is white supremacy. Yeah. I cannot wait. Cannot wait. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is the biggest issue our country is facing today. Yes, absolutely. The worst thing. Th- that and um, just the uh, amount of trans people that are just murdered. You know, those are the two biggest things. Well, and people not wearing masks, well, too. Well, clearly. Well, that's and the- disinformation. Yeah, can't wait. Can't wait to be a... What is it? A, uh, an anti-masking uh, disinformation agent white supremacist podcast host they're gonna place us in front of the disinformation czar and make us answer (laughs) questions about masks right right a while back i saw some some liberal on twitter they had replied to some i don't know some journalist some vice journalist or something about uh people not wearing masks and basically how we should put them all in camps which is going to happen yeah it's already happening Mm -hmm. um we'll all free face together in camp you know we'll sing songs it's great Oh yeah, I'm good with that. Yeah. We'll all sing the doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's let's go back. Speaking of the doors, let's go back to the Jim Morrison thing. Yes. Uh, Reinhardt, you had something you wanted to add before that I think you got cut off. Did you? Uh no, it's fine. We go back to the Jim Morrison thing. Oh, that's what I was talking about. During the Jim Morrison thing, there was something that you had wanted to say, and I think you got no. Oh, um, what was I looking at? Oh, yeah. One thing that was actually just pointed out to me today. Um, don't know how I missed this in watching videos and reading articles. Um, but I've got this in front of me now. Pictures of uh, Jim Morrison's left ear and mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh's right ear. Both have – we know about the the facelift scars, of course, from older um, – from older – celebrities you know musicians actors Mm -hmm. whatever um who've had plastic surgery um part of all of this 27 club celebrity replacement thing back in the 70s 80s 90s uh plastic surgery was not a perfect science still isn't but right well supposedly usually supposedly right right this could also just be you know them winking at us but a lot of times these celebrity replacements will bear uh, some kind of facial scar it's kind of like a seam uh, you know, you're putting up two two pieces of sheetrock next to each other, and you gotta you know cover up the seam. Well, um, funny enough, Jim Morrison had a what looked to be a surgical scar on his left earlobe, hmm. and Rush Limbaugh had the exact same one on his right. Now, uh, it's a little suspect. I mean, they're di- they're definitely the separate ears, different ears. Sure, um, but but it's it the same scar that. They both have the exact same scar. Yeah. Right. And that has been known to be a plastic surgery or facial surgery um, mm-hmm. giveaway, dead mm-hmm. giveaway. That, it, it is. That's one of the things that uh, it is a dead giveaway because back in the day, well, that's what they do. They take the skin from like behind your ears and pull it tight. You know, it's like cinching up a dress or a shirt or something. You know what I mean? You pull it back and you do the thing, you blouse it or you're like your pants, you know, like when you go to get them taken in, if they're too big, you lost a bunch of weight. Right. You don't want to buy some new pants. You go to, no, I just buy new ones now. Um, buy new earlobes. Right. Well, now you can, but well, you can buy new earlobes. I think we talked about this uh, with the Joe Biden thing that because of earlobe displacement is a thing that happens with uh, like major facelifts. If you're like 80 and you've never had a facelift, if you don't rotate your tires, 
every time, eventually you just got to replace all four of them, right? And so, you know, that's a lot. <laughs> that's the same thing. If you don't get a gradual facelifts your whole life, you got to get one big one in 80 and they got to pull up like three inches of skin, right? And what happens? Also, if you're going through adrenochrome withdrawals, just saying. Right. Well, the well, the adrenochrome has a lot to do with the collagen in your skin too. I mean, I can't imagine these mm-hmm. guys are just putting collagen in their coffee in the mornings. Um, but when they pull that up, what happens is the skin, you know, gets they have to pull it tight and they have to pull it all together to make it look right. And the skin around the ear, your ear lobes will sometimes get displaced. Depends on how bad the um, the, the surgery is. And so you can actually have your earlobes attached and you can have uh, attached earlobes detached. I mean, so a lot of this stuff with the ears and the earlobes doesn't really play out uh, as much of a proof as the structure of the cartilage. Uh, That's a, you know, that's hard to restructure to make it look the same if it's not, you know what I mean? Uh, The earlobes are something that is, you know, it's, just a little flabby skin, basically, and fat. Um, All right. Yeah. So ears are not um, as big of a of a giveaway. I've I've found out. Sorry. Well, earlobes, huh? Um, well, that's that's the so, way that a lot of people are. You know, a lot of people like with uh, Epstein. One of the big, one of the big picture yeah, I, comparisons with ears. You know? Yeah. Right. I know. I, I, I don't. I don't put anything past these fucking people. No, I don't um, either. But no, I'm just saying funny. that you know, you want to go yeah. to. So back to Morrison and Rush. Now you have one of the biggest, influ- most influential rock stars of the '60s, and now you have you know one of, if not the most influential, conservative talk radio host in the history of the whole thing, uh, and it comes to find out that they're the same guy that's that's pretty crazy well uh it is it as crazy as bill hicks being alex jones because it's not it's i just it, i no- decided i i decided to listen to alex jones for the last few days after rush died because mm-hmm. many times i re- recall alex jones talking about how uh people said that he would be the replacement for Rush Limbaugh when Rush Limbaugh would eventually pass. Now, uh, Alex Jones says he's like, what, 45? How, how old is, how? He- um, I don't remember. Yeah. He's his age. He's a lot older than he says he is. Right. Because he's Bill and, Hicks age. Uh, well, I, I think he I think he's like in his fifties. Right. His, at least his mid fifties. But I think but he's like I, at least fifty two, fifty three. Yeah. He's in his fifties, yeah, early fifties. He tries to pretend that he's in his mid forties and there's no there's no way I, I but all week last week he was talking about how all these different people were telling him that you're gonna replace him. You're gonna replace him. And I dude, he said that Trump called him. And said, you're going to be the next Rush Limbaugh. (laughs) Well, I mean, can we can I mean, can we honestly see something like that happening? I I wouldn't I wouldn't totally doubt that that they could put Alex Jones on terrestrial radio at at the syndication level of Rush Limbaugh. But I'll I'll tell you, I'll tell you what he's he's way more hated. So is is that is that something that they want? Is that something that they would definitely want to do 
to hype up the the fake polarization, the yes. fake blue team, red team thing? Yes. Yes. Probably. Absolutely they would because he would have to start playing for the red team more, you know? Um, but he would be only playing for the the Patriot, you know, the Patriots in the in, in the Republican Party. The the uh, the fake like ten years ago when the Tea Party was supposed to take over the Republican Party and they just got co opted into it. Mm -hmm. Like it would be like a new version of that, except it's like the Trump Tea Party sort of nonsense yeah, it'll be the, or whatever. Yeah, it'll be the Trump MAGA people will get co opted by Alex Jones and QAnon, and that I mean he's, we've always said that Alex Jones is a Pied Piper. Um, Bill Hicks is a Pied Piper. But Bill, so Alex Jones replacing Rush Limbaugh. So you have Bill Hicks replacing Jim Morrison. Yes. God, that's, that's esoteric. Right? That's, you, that's deep. That's deep. Um, can you explain? Hey, Johnny, can you explain to people who may not be familiar with who Bill Hicks is, who, like, what effect he had and, and how, how popular he was? Yeah, Bill Hicks was a comedian from the 90s. Uh, he died of pancreatic cancer at 33. Was it? Was it 33? Oh, really? No, I don't. I'm. I'm probably wrong. Jack, pull it up. Pull up his wiki real quick. I want to. I want to make sure I'm not wrong about well, any he, of this. He put it. He put it in the chat. Oh, he did. He, okay. He, yeah. Where yep. Is it? He did. It's um. I can read it here if you don't mind. Where is it? I don't see it. I see it. It's a. Uh, let's see. Yep. It was pancreatic cancer, February 26, 1994, at the age of 32. Ah, 32. Not quite 33. Johnny trying to make everything 33. I'm not trying to make it. I said I could be wrong. Uh, okay. So he died of pancreatic cancer. Who's a very popular comedian. Uh, the band Tool uses one of his one of his one of his. Uh, I don't know, they're not jokes. They're like stories or whatever. Uh, where he talks about today, a young man on acid realized all life is just a vibration slowed down and blah, 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 blah. And, this, that, 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 that. and here's Tom with the weather. I used to know all the words to that. But uh, he's very much uh, in tactical nihilism. Uh, he was the conspiracy theory comic. He did a bunch of stuff on JFK. Uh, he mentioned the he would mention the Zapruder film while up on stage. Um, and before he died, he was working on a new character who was going to be a conservative conspiracy theory style, uh, rough and tumble, rough talking radio talk show host. He was doing this in Austin, Texas at the same. Um, oh, what's the public access uh, station that Alex Jones was was on? Surprisingly enough, Alex Jones just showed up on, you know, shortly after Bill Hicks died. Strangely enough, and Bill Hicks's stand-ups at the end of his life, a lot of them sounded like he was testing out his Alex Jones character because he was. So was he actually 33 years old or was he younger because what would that make Alex Jones at this age right now? Um What do you mean? Hold on a so second. So he died when? 94? Yeah. Yeah, so he would have been born 1962. Mm -hmm. So he would be uh, almost 60. He'd be like 58, 59. So Alex Jones looks like he's in his mid to late 50s. 
He could be, yeah, yeah. And with all of his rapid weight gain over the past like four or five years, too, it that just reinforces that's old yeah. man, like that's old man weight gain right there. That is, oh, yeah, yeah. He stopped taking the super male vitality, knocked off the growth hormone or whatever, and now he's he's probably drinking tap water instead of out of his Berkey water filters. And I doubt he's taking the colloidal silver anymore. Um, absolutely calcified, right? His, pi- I like, I like the <laughs> what's that, DV? I like the colloidal silver. No, I, so. I'm not making. F- I'm I'm making fun of him, not his products. The products are they're worth the money. Uh, the iodide and the and the colloidal silver and even the super male vitality. They're all worth the money from everything I've tested and heard from other people who've used them. Um, but Alex my Jones favorite is-, is the oxygen powder pills. Oh yes, powdered <laughs> air. The oxygen powder pills. It's powdered air. Yeah. It's uh they yeah it gets you going. I'm sure it's cocaine. Um, Didn't they find that that something of uh, Alex Jones, some ingredient was also used in Gwyneth Paltrow's disgusting uh, satanic vagina candles? I don't, or, dude. Uh, so. Yes, super male vitality. Something in the super male vitality is in her hoo-ha scented candles. Yeah, I saw, I saw that yeah. a, while, a while back. It's like, eh. And it's something like pedophilic, too. It's, it's yeah. absolutely disgusting. Well, because of course it is. Because why wouldn't it be? Um, right. All right, so... Alex Jones is Bill Hicks. Bill Hicks, uh, Alex Jones was a character that Bill Hicks was working on towards the end of his life. The videos that I've watched confirm this, um, going back and watching Bill Hicks. I mean, I love Bill Hicks in the nineties. I had, I watched all of his, you know, the HBO stuff. Uh, he had like a half hour special a couple times and he had stuff on, on tape and D and CD back then. Um, yeah. Tapes, Reinhardt tapes. Those are even older than DVDs. Um, Yes. Also, also yes. known as cassettes. Yes, also known as cassettes. You used to make mixtapes. That's where mixtapes come from, Reinhardt. Uh, anyway. Look, man, I still have my Backstreet Boys tape from 1997. Do you? Actually? I actually, I actually do. Nice. <laughs> it's nice. even alive then? No, but it's 97? his. 97? Yeah. 97? Oh, 97. I thought you said 87. No, not 87. Yeah, 97, yes. Okay, anyway, back to the Bill Hicks thing. So, yeah, in the 90s, um, he was very, very popular. He was the conspiracy theory guy. Uh, I remember him talking about, you know, he's the guy He's the guy who said, uh, you know, Jesus comes back, you know, he sees everybody wearing crosses and be like, what the fuck's that all about? You know, I'd be like, you know, JFK came back and everybody's wearing, you know, and everybody's wearing a rifle around their neck. Like, what the hell? That was like one of his jokes. He was very anti-Christian. Uh, he was atheist. He was one of the guys that you know told us that everything's just a ride. It's just life is just a ride. It's all just a dream. We're an imagination of ourselves. Uh, you know, good old tactical nihilism. The stardust. You're nothing. You're just a little speck stardust on a speck floating around. Another speck floating through a sea of specks. Right? It was Bill Hicks. Well, yeah. That about does that one. I, I listen. There's a video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty easy to find if, mm-hmm. for anybody that wants to find it. I think it's about what 18, 20 minutes long. Twenty something minutes long. Yeah, and it, yeah, it's not too long. And it, it, I think the the most okay, the most damning but random aspect was they had the same manager. Yes. That would be uh, Kevin Booth, right? Kevin Booth. And Kevin, Kevin Booth. Manager, not just manager they, for, for them, 
but it directed like you know not just manager like directed a whole bunch of Alex Jones's videos. Uh, he did a lot of stuff, a lot of comedians, a lot of a lot of Bill Hicks's friends. Doug Stanhope uh, did a lot of his stuff. Um, so yeah, it's very damning, very damning that this guy is Dude, Doug, involved. Doug Stanhope did that really creepy bit about how uh, child porn on the internet's not real. Yeah, Don't Doug Stanhope is one of the guys who's like edgiest kid in the room. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's he does he he does anti-semitisms though, so I give him kind of a little pass. Oh, okay. Yeah, cuz I was wondering like in retrospect all his uh all his CP uh f- fucking stand-up stuff that that I remember him doing. Now I'm like now it kind of creeps me out thinking mm-hmm. about it. Like I guess he was trying to be edgy, but you know, at yeah. the time it, well, it was, yeah, it's, it was creepy it's, at the time, and with still what we is. know about what's going on, it's it, it, it. There's like an extra layer of creep, right? Was but, it okay. as edgy as like Dan Harmon doing his bit, or was it worse? What was Dan Harmon's? Uh, well, oh, worse because of the context. Like, what was Dan Harmon? I don't remember. Uh, Dan Harmon's one of the creators of Rick and Morty. No, he. he but years and years and years ago, he did a um. Well. It's he called it the baby rapist. He raped a, a baby doll on camera. Oh, that's yeah, that's real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Um, but anyways, but, back to Bill Hicks and uh, Kevin Booth and Alex Jones. Yeah, they had the same manager. They recorded at the same studio, supposedly. You know, they were at the same uh, public access station. Um, that's really interesting. At, you know, he was at an award show making jokes about it. Yes. Now, yeah. they um you guys. What year do you first remember Alex Jones really coming onto the scene? So if Bill Hicks died in '94. I'm just trying to see kind of where I remember where Alex Jones in like 2004. I think. Yeah, yeah I was about to say 2004. Five. Yeah, uh, three and four. Five. I think 2000, late 2003, early 2004, something like that. Um, like yeah, like the. The real the the real nine uh, eleven conspiracy sort of mm-hmm. uh, like I, I guess it was, it was just like a burst, right? And That's when Zeitgeist and Loose Change and all of those all popped up on the scene uh, around the same time. Alex Jones was coming out. He had Martial Law nine eleven rise of the police state, and then he had uh, the one on oh what was it called Endgame. He blew open Endgame. Bohemian Grove right. uh, confronted that one politician. He's like, that's none of your damn business. Right, yeah, uh, we did that. Yeah, we did, we did that one. That was funny. Um, but, yeah, this guy Booth was, you know, he was the conspiracy theory comics agent. Uh, he was in a band with, he was in a band with um, Bill Hicks. And that's where they got wow. together. Yeah, they were in a band Pretend- called Marblehead Johnson. Marblehead Johnson, so which is a which is a dick joke. What for these guys? I'm sorry, I'll, I didn't say, I hear what you said. Oh, I said so. We've got almost ten years. I mean, give or take a couple, mm-hmm. um, as a, like a transitional period for everyone to kind of forget about Bill Hicks, and then mm-hmm. here's this guy, Alex Jones. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, yep. You know, nobody really remembers this guy, but here he is. You know, um, to me, that seems perfect. If we're talking about really replacing. 
uh, Bill Hicks personality with an Alex Jones personality. Mm-hmm. It's more than enough time. Sure, it is. It's way more than enough time. And uh, Alex Jones joking about Bill Hicks, his death, you know, I, I find that to be another piece of damning evidence. We talked about that before. Um, even if you don't know the guy very well, especially if you don't know the guy very well, like you don't make jokes about his death with your agent, you know, who's also his well, agent. Well, no, he, he makes, there's one clip of him with a guy who's on there trying to shill a book and mm-hmm. he makes a joke about how there are people crazier than him who say that he's Bill Hicks and that Rush Limbaugh is Jim Morrison. Right, right, right. I forgot about that clip. <laughs> he says those exact words. Yes, oh Jack, find that. I want to hear that. Jack, find that. I don't care how long it takes. I want to hear that again. Um, I want to hear it from Bill Hicks's mouth. But yeah, you know, and people are like, but Johnny, Dogbot, you know, every is everybody replaced? Now now we're gonna get the now we're gonna get the new thing. Oh, is everybody somebody else? No, not everybody. But a lot of them, probably. Most likely. That's kind of how they keep these people. They just recycle through them. You know, I'm wouldn't be surprised if a lot of people are just one one person wearing a different face mask, you know? Oh yeah. Well there's theories. I mean, theories abound on people like Taylor Swift, Eminem, been going around for years. Mm-hmm. Many of these Miley are not Cyrus. one single person. Yeah, Miley Cyrus. Uh, like her specifically, many people think that it's not just one person that uh, replaced them, that it's actually a series of people. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean Close. if you're gonna do it, why not have why not just do the Disney thing and have a bunch of people in different areas, you know, uh, jet setting around as, you know, so-and-so Miley Cyrus, Uh, Lady Gaga. So there's a lesser one of these that I don't really have a whole lot of information on, but it's another member of the 27 club. Jimi Hendrix dies of, of all things. Of all things, I've never even heard this ever anywhere else except for just Jimi Hendrix. An acid overdose? No, it was barbiturates. Oh, yeah. it was? Yeah. Like choked was on his no, own he choked on his own. He choked on his own vomit because he he OD'd on barbiturates. Oh. Yeah. Well, then some guy named Morgan Freeman appears on Electric Company in 1971. Yep, Morgan Freeman. So. Jimi Hendrix is Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman is Jimi Hendrix. The pictures are pretty convincing. I don't know. Uh, was there a video? I only saw a couple of pictures. The thing that gets me um, is their nose. Morgan Freeman has a very distinctive nose. The freckles. Jimi Hendrix had freckles. Yeah. Like, um, and the, the one thing that gets me the most, the most is first of all, there's a couple things. I just came up with another one. The one thing, Jimi Hendrix always wore hoops. What does Morgan Freeman always wear? He's always got a hoop. At earring. least a hoop. Yep. It's just it's just one of those little little things. Um, he's the right age. You know, I believe he's left-handed. I believe is Morgan uh, Jack is Morgan Freeman left-handed. I need. I should have looked. We should have looked this up first. Um, making the intern work for his for his tendies this week. Um, so it's not just it's not just freckles. It's those weird uh, freckles mm-hmm. that that blacks get that are like that are like little black skin tags on their cheeks. Right. Yeah. Like it, it's it. It's pretty. I mean, I it, I don't know if they're in the same places. I, I don't know if anybody wants to look that close. 
But you know, the other thing, I don't even know if there's any. I don't even know if there's any pictures of Jimi Hendrix that are that are that good and high high enough resolution to see his skin, where you can see yeah. the high. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing that yeah, got me. They're not magazine pictures. You know what I mean? Like <clears> I, I don't <throat> think that there's enough like candid pictures. Non airbrushed. Non airbrushed. Jack did confirm he is left handed. Huh. He's also left handed. Okay, and. <laughs> it just keeps getting better and better. Remember when remember when Morgan Freeman got divorced? It was like the largest divorce settlement in, until obviously Jeff Jeff and uh, that guy um Mike Bezos got divorced. Mark, I don't know, what's McKenzie in male? Mac. Jeff and Mac got divorced. Um but before that the largest divorce settlement was was uh was Morgan Freeman's divorce settlement. Now, you know, he's he's a famous pretty famous actor, but like that divorce settlement was huge. Now, that's not something like most actors they make a couple million dollars a picture like a like t- maybe I don't think he's is he in the 20 million dollar club? I don't believe he is. I think that's only a few actors are in like the 20 million dollars a picture club. I could be wrong. But he had Jimi Hendrix money. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> He had Jimi Hendrix money to, to when he got divorced. Like Jimi Hendrix would have had this kind of cash, like for his royalties from his music, whatever. That's this is my opinion. My opinion. Uh, also, I, no, I, would, I would have to say that Morgan Freeman from the '90s and the two and the 2000s is probably the third most recognizable black male lead actor. Sure, but I don't even think that. I mean, Will Smith might get twenty a picture. Right, like it's him, Denzel, and Will Smith. Right, and then Larry Fishburne and Jamie Foxx. Those are like the big five, right? L- Larry Larry Fishburne is like the Dennis. Uh, Larry Fishburne is to Denzel Washington what Dennis Quaid is to uh, Kevin Costner. Huh. Oof. Huh. I know exactly what you mean. I see it. Yes. That's a good analogy. Did you just come up with that? Nice. Or have you been sitting on this for a while? No, I haven't. No. <laughs> but, but it is kind of weird. It, it is kind of weird how Larry Fishburne is in a lot of the uh, the movies that Matt from Quantum of Conscience likes to talk about like, right. that have to do with reality and stuff. And that's an interesting point. Yeah, you're right. Hmm. But anyways, back to Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman plays characters like God. Um. You know, he's the voice of God in the Lego movies. He's he's got that voice that he's been you know he's been portrayed as God a few times in movies. Uh, you know, Jimi Hendrix is God of guitar, right? Uh, he was. I think he was uh, one of the first black presidents in a sci-fi movie. He was in a Deep Impact. Oh right, this is true. Um, yeah. That's that's interesting. But no, the looks, they look a lot alike. I'm not going to say that they are the same person, but I'm also not going to say that they're not. The age works out, the left-handedness, the hoop earrings, the teeth, the te- uh that one incisor tooth that that's that Jimmy had that was pushed back a little bit and now in Morgan Freeman it's pushed way back as like age, like age would do. Um there's that. Like teeth are hard to fake. You know, uh really well. Uh the freckles thing I mean, it could be. Who knows? Maybe, maybe Morgan Freeman knows how to play. You know, maybe he knows how to play guitar. I, I don't put stuff past this. This stuff past these people. You know, 
And obviously, this isn't the most important conspiracy theory on the face of the planet, which we should be talking about. But, you know, we're going we're gonna to waste our time with these lesser conspiracies, okay? Okay, well, so... Go ahead, Dabot. So that, uh, we, we pretty much closed the book on the Jimi Hendrix, Morgan Freeman... Because I, I don't really, I didn't, I couldn't really find a whole lot on that one. No, I mean, but like I said, the photographic evidence and like the circumstantial stuff, like the left-handedness, the um, a few other things, I can't remember now, but whatever it is. But yeah, the other things, to me, it seems like that, that could, that could fly, you know? Um, why not? And the earring, oh, the hoop earring, that was the one too. Yeah. Uh, who's next? There's another one. What was the other ones we were talking about? David David Bowie. The David Bowie one was especially weird to me. Yeah, man. The David Bowie one. Uh, Major Tom. Yeah, go ahead and tell everybody, DV. That, was, that video creeped me the fuck out, man. Um, I grew up listening to David Bowie. My mom was a big David Bowie fan. Um, I always had, I always had a few of his albums. I liked. Uh, the Rise and Fall of Ziggy Stardust, Diamond Dogs, Aladdin Sane, Hunky Dory. Uh, he was one of those artists that grew up with me as a kid. Like that, he still put out stuff that that I liked and listened to. You know, in the in the eighties, he had all the like Let's Dance stuff and China Girl, and he was in Labyrinth. And in the nineties, he had an album called Humanoid that I liked and. Uh, I think another one called Heathen, or that might have been early 2000s, but he he's a very iconic artist. Very much but so. But it's, very, it's funny because um, David Bowie was never even his real name. It was uh, Davy Jones. But when he got signed, they couldn't sign him as Davy Jones because of the guy from the Monkees. Right, they already had a so, Davy Jones. So he liked, uh, he, he always liked um, Alamo stuff, for, was one of the mythology stories. So he named himself after Jim Bowie, hmm. named himself David Bowie. Uh, yeah, it's, it, the, the Brit, some of the Brits, uh, different Brit singers' fascinations with what happened at the Alamo is another whole side thing. Phil Collins had like the largest collection of Alamo memorabilia, like huh. real... Yeah, he donated it all to Texas eventually. But anyway, uh, he when he passed away, uh, that was one of the few musicians I was I was pretty bummed out about that he di- that he died, and it was uh, it was t- it was 2016, um, I think it was January 10th, and apparently he had liver cancer for 18 months. And he died two days after the release of his 25th studio album, Black Star, which coincided with his 69th birthday. Hmm. Hmm. Now, uh, then two videos were released. And they're they're really odd. Yeah. Now, the videos are for Black Star and what's the other one? Lazarus. Yeah. Lazarus. And Lazarus was a man who was uh, raised from the dead by Jesus. By Jesus, yeah, yeah. And he's so he's been the subject of theories based on his themes and music, and his not only his lyrics but his music videos as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's one kind of one of the oldest uh, targets for, I guess, for lack of a better term, conspiracy theorists. Um, 
in music. Is that correct? Yes. Uh, yes, definitely. And his, yeah, it's not just his videos and his music in general. Yeah. But these videos, man, Black Star, that video gives me the creeps. You have the yeah. gyrating uh, scarecrows. Uh, everybody, you know, a lot of these people are blindfolded with like black dots for the eyes. They're um, in a in an attic and the attic is uh, it's an A-frame building. But behind them, the setting, it looks like a pyramid with a capstone. You've got. Oh, okay. So the mouths just appear on these things. All right, that's freaky. Everything in this video is really freaky. He's waving a Bible. It's got a black star on it. Um, the people are convulsing as they're as if they're demon possessed. Uh, the shutter dancing stuff is really creepy. Like this, this video is really, really creepy. Um, the skull, the jeweled skull that gets presented when it's presented, everybody starts shuddering. Like well, the the jeweled skull comes out of the suit of an oh, right. astronaut, and right. that astronaut is supposed to be Major Tom, and and uh, Space Oddity, I I believe, was his first number one hit. Like I think he had other hits, but I think I I think if if I'm not if I'm not incorrect, Space Oddity was his first his, huge like, one, big hit for yeah. a long time. I believe you're right. And that one, you know, that, that one went along to help with uh, you know, NASA <laughs> quite a bit. Well, some, some of the lyrics in Black Star are really odd. Like he says, in the Villa of Orman stands a solitary candle at the center of it all. And I, I'm not sure what symbolism that, that is. But like he says, something happened on the day he died. A spirit rose a meter, then it stepped aside. Someone else took his place and bravely cried, I'm a black star. I'm a black star. Hmm. Now, like, he, his former manager, Jack Stevens, appeared on BBC. After, to, after Bowie after, died. Yeah. After Bowie died. Mm -hmm. And, there, you know, people are like, well, who, who did Bowie, who replaced Bowie? Well, Bowie pretended to be this manager on this program for 10 minutes talking about himself and how great he is. And when you look at the when you look at this footage, this BBC footage, it's a ten, like a 10 minute long interview. It's the same teeth, same face. All they basically did was put a brown toupee on him. Yep. They put like, yeah, like a brown wig, a little bit longer hair. It looks like they're him. playing Mr. Potato Head with these people. Mm hmm. Man, the Honestly, end of the video. It's like a bad SNL skit. At the, at the, it really is. At the end of the Black Star video, you've got that, like, um, Tartarian castle in the background. <laughs> and so all the, one of, the ziggurat looking stuff with the. It looks like it's actually, there's a ziggurat, is what it is. There you go. Of course there so, is. So <laughs> one, of, uh, one of Bowie's most base quotes is he says, uh, Christ, everything is a media manipulation. I'd love to enter politics. I will one day. I'd adore to be prime minister. And yes, I strongly believe in fascism. The only way we can speed up the sort of liberalism that's hanging foul in the air at the moment is to speed up the progress of a right-wing, total dictatorial tyranny and get it over as fast as possible. People have always responded with greater efficiency under regimental leadership. A liberal wastes time saying, well, now what ideas have you got? Show them what to do, for God's sake. If you don't, nothing will get done. 
I can't stand people just hanging around. Television is the most successful fascist, needless to say. Rock stars are fascists, too. Adolf Hitler was one of the first rock stars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's pretty based. Now, now I'm just imagining the Johnny Cash middle finger picture with Hitler's face on it. <laughs> but, but you see, he makes a quote like this, right? But he spends the entire 70s pushing the androgyne agenda in his music. Because uh, right. David Bowie was on the forefront of the glam rock movement, which right. uh, which completely uh, blurred the lines uh, between uh, masculine and feminine. Yeah. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll fuck anything that moves. He. Uh, boy, girl, blah, blah, blah. He was. Know, and he was both number one male and number one female artist at the same time in right. England at one point. Yes. Uh, and also he made the gayest video in the history of videos with Mick Jagger, where they're basically like making out, but not touching each other. Oh, did you like when I sent that to you? No, I, I said that that's, that's you and skull. <laughs> yeah, you did do that. You did because we skull and I come to a lot of the same conclusions rather you know, similarly without actually talking to each other. But uh, that's what happens when you're on the same wavelength with people, dude. Uh, but <laughs> the, uh, the similarities between David Bowie and his manager, <laughs> it's not even funny, you know? It's like um, literally, you know, putting on the, 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 the funny glasses with the nose and the mustache, you know, that's, that's, and that's it. And then pretending that it's not you. you know? No, that was David Bowie. What? Part of what makes it so easy to get away with is nobody knows who the fucking manager is. This manager guy's not out everywhere all the time for people to have good pictures and shit of. You know, it's just, right. It, it's and, and when you look at old pictures, you're like, I really don't see how this guy used to look like that. Mm -hmm. And there aren't many old pictures to to do that kind of uh, comparison side, -side analysis yeah. with. Yeah, there's there's not, and that's. You know, and they and they count on that, and they get away with it that way. I mean, look, if I wanted to fade away into obscurity, I'd fake my death. You know, if I was a, if I was having, you know, fans bother me constantly, you know, you know, uh, death threats or whatever, and like all because a lot of these people get a lot of weird fan stuff going on. Like, didn't was didn't it? Isn't one of the theories that John Lennon faked his death? That like what's his face didn't actually shoot him. Mark, what oh, the heck's his name? Yes. Mark Chapman. Yes. Yeah. Mark Chapman. Mark David Chapman didn't actually shoot him. That was just he faked it. Look, dude, if I was married, if I fucked up and did the thing with Yoko, I'd fake my death too to get the hell out of that. <laughs> you know, he probably went back to the he probably boy. went back to the cottage to go live with uh to go live with Paul because Paul's Paul's not dead. You know, Paul wasn't dead. That's the real woke take is that Paul never died. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, back to that. So yeah, this is like this is stuff that has been happening in the entertainment industry probably since its inception. Um, replacing people with understudies. Why do you have understudies? You know, you have. Why do you think they had they had a lookalike contest for Paul McCartney right at the beginning of their career? Like, so you know. I I've got a random question. Sure. So two members of the Verified Twenty Seven Club, Jim mm -hmm. Morrison and Jimi Hendrix. Mm -hmm. Both became somebody else, not just relatively famous, but super famous. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. What other 
27 club members do you think became somebody else super famous? Janis Joplin. Is, who? Thank you. Jerry Springer. <laughs> oh, I was thinking Mickey Rourke. Or Mickey Rourke. I It could be Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke has the more feminine build. I haven't seen too much of Jerry, like, you know, to Q-angle him. Um, it's possible. But I, I was, I was, I, my joke one was Jerry Springer. But because uh, I remember when we were talking about uh, in the, on the trans show yeah, last season. Springer, Springer's a yentl. We, Spr- we agree. No, I don't think, I don't think we actually did that on the show. We meant to and we never got around to it. But uh, yeah. Oh, well, we just, we just did it on this one. We just did it on uh, this Jerry one. Yes. Springer's Jerry Springer is a woman. He's a Jewish woman. I mean, it's easy. That's one of the ones where where uh, the low sexual dimorphism it actually works this time. Um, right? Was, was Janis Joplin Jewish? Jack looked that probably. Up. Oh. I mean, yeah. Smash I, that early life. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You know, I wouldn't put it past. You know, and then then there's the theory that of course Janis Joplin was a guy, which would not make him be able to be Mickey Rourke because Mickey Rourke's supposed to be a trans woman. Or a trans man, excuse me, a woman that tra- tra- I, I get confused now with these sometimes, you know. Like, okay, he's a guy who was a get who's doing who meme. Right, right. It's it's confusing. Um, but the Mickey Rourke one, yeah. Do you have one, Reinhardt? Do you have one out of the twenty-seven club that you think is? Oof, there's a lot uh, out of the twenty-seven club. No, I've a. Uh... I have out of a different club, but I know we want to save that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, what about you, DB? Do you have one out of the 27 club? Yeah, I've been trying to rack my brain as to who Kurt Cobain is today. You know, That's a good one. Uh, That's a good one. They might be, uh, he might I, I be hiding out. Who's, who's, that, who's that fat comedian uh, who, who has like a family life and, and a beard? Uh, oh, oh, he's... He's yeah, the, he's ju- yeah, yeah. Jim, Jim Gaffigan. Gaffigan. <laughs> Jim Gaffigan. Kirk Cobain is Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> he's hot pocket guy. Hot pocket. <laughs> Diarrhea God, pocket. Really did a number. Yeah, I remember, dude. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I, saying that would be funny. I think, if, uh, like, if we, if, if we actually did a side by side, and it's like, holy shit. Oh my god, we got to do that now. Okay, we're we're past an hour. We're coming up on a break. Uh, we're gonna take a break. DB, you have. A song for us this week? Uh, yeah, um, another drum bass tune I used to play. It's a group called Total Science, and the song is called Method. All right, we're going to listen to this, and we'll be back.
This is sort of the twilight zone, you know. The light is diminishing down here. It's getting darker and deeper. Nobody's really seen this area. This is really exciting. All right, everybody, we're back. This is still the Paranormies present the Nationalist Inquirer. I like that. You guys like that? I'm, I'm yeah. Yes. I like it. All right. Johnny, Dogbot, Reinhardt, Jack, we're back. Uh, we were talking about celebrity replacements, the big name celebrity replacements. Um, um, it's crazy. But what's up? Since we're changing this to the Nationalist Inquirer for the midweek, mm-hmm. can can we turn Jack into Bat Boy? I mean, we can try. I don't know how they okay. did it, but yeah, we need a Bat Boy. Like it wouldn't At least be the I'm national not a cat boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. no, no, this is this yeah. is true. This I meant true. that in the wholesome, you know, in the '90s, being in the grocery store checkout line, looking at the National Enquirer and seeing Bat Boy there. Not, right, that's the meme. But not some not some grifting uh, crypto Jew in front of in a blazer in front of a green screen's best buddy. <laughs> no, that's the, but Jack's right though. It's better than a cat boy. All right, we can try. We can try. Maybe we get some get Jack some some bat ears or something and shave his head. Some fangs. Give him some chupacabra fangs. You should have some of those laying around from your experiments, right, TV? But anyways, let's get into it. Speaking of experiments, that's not even a segue. <laughs> wow, I know, right? So. Yeah, that, I don't know. What I was trying to say I have no idea what I was trying to do there. Speaking of green screens, yeah. Speaking of green screens, thank you, Reinhardt. Even better. Speaking of green screens, NASA is at it again with the lunar rover. They they back again. The lunar rovers on Mars taking pictures, right, of some island in off of Greenland. Yeah. So. We've we've all by now seen the pictures from this supposed Perseverance rover, right? Um, but what was going around first was the side by side of you know this giant hill mm-hmm. uh, that supposedly is taken from the Perseverance on Mars. Um, and first off, I just want to say the the what's supposed to be the top of the rover that's in front of the camera that just looks like it was cut out and placed there in Photoshop. I could do that in five minutes. Um, that in and of itself looks terrible. Mm-hmm. But what was going around first was that picture side by side with another hill on Earth, a more terrestrial uh, mound of dirt and rock, uh, supposedly from Greenland. Um, and I think we'd even posted, uh, you know, Greenland, Mars, huh? Yeah, that was the NASA hoax. That was the that was how it came out that it was this. But it, regardless right. of where it was, whether it was Greenland or Iceland or Maryland, it's the same hill. It's the same yes. piece of terrestrial earth, you know, stone, and like you said, dirt and stone rocks that is here. And uh, you said it was from, it was actually from which island now? Uh, this is an island called Devon Island up in uh, none of it, Canada. So it's none of it, basically, a, <laughs> none of it, none of it's real. Uh, <laughs> none of it is real. Uh, Israel. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just being stupid now, but yeah, it's up in the top of the Canadian islands, like Northwest passage, wow. like just Southwest of Greenland. Mm-hmm. Um, so close, close to Greenland, but not quite. Right. Well, I think somebody, 
um, might have, <laughs> excuse me, somebody might have misconstrued that as an actual island off of Greenland since it is so close. Because uh, Greenland does have right. many, many islands off of its coasts. Many, it's like, isn't Greenland an island all the way around or is it connected to something? I don't remember. I think it used to be an island or something. I don't know. The maps change so much. You know? It is currently an island as okay. we look at it on a map, but there okay. are several fjords and all kinds of stuff around there. Um, right. So anyways, I could see how somebody could have gotten it confused with actually being Greenland. But regardless, it's a terrestrial place. This is akin to uh, the first time, I believe, they had pictures. Uh, and there was a Martian rodent, right? There was like a desert marmot or something, actually. It was like some something that's only found in Arizona and New Mexico. Oof. You guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I these remember guys, the duck. The duck? What? Yeah. I'll post in the chat. I got to find it again. But okay. Yeah. There, there was like a picture from, I think it was an earlier Mars mission, quote unquote, and there's like a picture. If you zoom into it, it's a fucking duck or something. <laughs> nice. It's a space duck. Shut up. It's yeah, Howard it's, the Duck. Right. It's a space duck. Howard the Duck. Which proves that birds aren't real. Also true. Further proof. Further proof that birds aren't real. I, I'm with this. I'm with you on this. Um, so, so the pyramids on Mars mean there are really pyramids in Greenland. I would not doubt well, for a on single second that there are pyramids. Devon Island up, is what it is. Yeah. Yes, Devon Island, Greenland, right. all the way up there near the Arctic. Of course, the northern, quote, pole sure. entrance to the hot earth. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, so, but, but back Devon to the Island, pictures. Back to the pictures. So yeah, there's, so this, there's the two of the mound that are side by side. It just looks like somebody put, uh, like what is it, like a sepia filter on it. Oh no! It gets better than that. Oh, is it, it sepia gets... or sepia? Is it sepia? sepia. Is it sepia? It's sepia. Yeah. Is it sepia? It's sepia and Robert Sepper. Yeah, I don't. It's think not. I've yes, sepia. Real quick, real quick, real quick. We we all love John Levi and his videos. John, it's Robert Sepper, not Robert Zipper. Okay, John. <laughs> all right. <laughs> love you. Love the new mic, by the way, guy. Good job. Yes. Um. <laughs> So, oh, did Jack just put? Yep, there it is. <laughs> oh yeah, it's a duck. Tower the duck. It's it's a duck. There is a there is a bird. There is a canard. Speaking of canards, that is is that an anti-Semitic canard, or is that just a regular canard? Because I know ducks are it's like a, canards, right? It's a mallard. It's canard. a mallard. Mallard canard. Is it Daffy or Donald? Ridiculous. Um, because it's NASA, I'm going to say Donald. Yes, because Disney is a propaganda arm of NASA. Yes. Yes. Always has been. I know that hurts oh. people's feelings a lot to hear that Disney is, you know, nothing but a propaganda arm of the military industrial complex and the media industrial complex that are both the same thing. Well, it certainly is now. Somebody posted in a in one of our chats with Skull um, a good long Disney thread. I send it uh, to my saved messages on Telegram. I'll post it in our prep chat. Okay. Uh, I haven't read it yet, but Skull said it was really really good. So uh, we'll have to see some more on that. Might need to do a Disney episode soon. Well, Disney being, you know, watching um, this stuff on Star Forts and then looking at the layouts of and the location of Disney's parks in Florida 
Uh, and there's a lot of that old architecture there. It looks like they just kind of inherited it and built up around it. He did, Disney did love, he was very interested in a lot of all that ancient stuff. Yes. Basically, nowadays, if you go to Disney, look for the Holy Mountain. Don't look for Space Mountain. Right. <laughs> Man. Uh, and I know, and I know so, we're going to get, we're going to get so much hate. We're going to get so much hate, you know, because, uh, we're shitting on Rush Limbaugh because he's Jimmy. Uh, he's Jimmy Hendrix. He's um, Jim Morrison. Wrong Jim. <laughs> Wrong Jim. Pulled the Tropic Thunder thing there. <laughs> right, right. And then now we're now we're talking about Walt Disney is not the most wholesome of characters. Anyway, Mars. There's yes. chemtrails. So I posted a picture uh, that I saw, and there's literally there's chemtrails in the atmosphere in a quote atmosphere on Mars. Anybody want to field this? Anybody? Oh, chemtrails on Mars? Yeah, chemtrails on Mars. That's possible? Hmm. Uh, no. Uh, well, we're trying to change the atmosphere there, right? I mean, we got we got to get it. We got to terraform it before we can uh, start parking Teslas on it. Yeah, I mean, right. Matt Damon gave us a warning. You know, it's very hard to live up there currently, so we, you know, got to make sure it's okay. Right. Got to make God sure forbid you're... the Perseverance drone or rover finds oil. Oh, God. I mean, you know, it's we'll be done. there in like two years. It's all done. Yeah, after that. Well, Space Force. Space Force is going to take care of everything. Um, right. Yeah. So that picture, the pictures with the with the chemtrails, we'll post those in the in, in the mega again. Those, also, chemtrails, those, are, those are pictures from, you know, from Earth. Those are just pictures from Earth. Yes. Yes. And we have two things that NASA admits. Um, one, it may seem innocuous, but they use Devon Island as a training ground. They use this island, which is the, quote, largest uninhabited island on Earth, uh, <laughs> to, let's see, uh, quote, project use, uh, uses the polar desert setting and harsh climate of the Canadian high Arctic to mimic the environmental conditions crew members are likely to encounter on Mars and other planets. And it's sitting, this article from NASA.gov uh, has a picture of a rover on a rocky outcropping of Devon Island, looking out over a valley. Yeah, which looks just like it's on Mars. Mm-hmm. And a sepia filter on thing there. that NASA likes to admit. NASA's website says, I don't know who this guy is. His name is Bell. It says, quote, getting the colors right is not an exact science, talking about uh, the color photos that we see from, quote, Mars. Uh, given, giving an approximate view of what we'd see if we were there involves an artistic, visionary element as well. After all, no one's ever been there before. However, great pains are being taken to be as accurate as possible, short of going there ourselves. To give a people a sense of being on Mars, scientists combine views through telescopes, data from past Mars missions, and new information from the current mission to create a color-balanced, uniform scene. Color-corrected mosaics simulate the view a person would see if all the images in the mosaic were taken on the same day at the same moment. Last thing, real quick. In addition, the rovers can take three pictures in a row of the same surface area on Mars using three different primary colors, red, green, and blue, to make one color image. It works a little like an inkjet color printer, which combines primary colors to create various shades on paper. Okay. Yeah. So they give you um, an explanation that any you know anybody who works in an office can understand. So that way, oh yeah, no, no, no I know how an inkjet works. 
So now they know science. Now they know NASA science. Exactly. Yeah, you can go work at NASA, Goy. Well, no, uh, I'm just saying they they'll throw that in there in the description so that everybody goes, oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. It's, it's part of it's part of the deception. It involves an artistic, visionary element. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Sounds sounds a lot like friggin' twenty minute Photoshop to me. Creative license. You're right. Um, yeah, I'm I'm just looking for the the watermark down at the bottom. Right. Not your mom's memes. Oh. <laughs> And here's and here's this too. Um, let's see, Eric DeYoung, lead for the Solar System Visualization Team at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, says, "Quote: Then we can tweak the color just like you can adjust the color balance on a TV screen at home." Hmm. So NASA admitting that they basically do the OnlyFans Instagram thing. Yep. Yeah, Instagram. There's Instagram probably has better filters than NASA's been using. Well, NASA's probably spent a lot all their money on um you know on filters oh. on filters and cocaine and um because they don't have what looks like the proper type of uh equipment fastening devices they're they're using uh, zip ties from Home Depot on on the on their the rover on the rover that right. looks like what? if if Wally rolled out of district 9 what what some people don't know is the movie Hidden Figures is really about all the uh, black hookers and blow that were waiting for the white scientists when they got back to the hotel. Oof. And they wouldn't have been able to make it through getting a guy on the moon without the hidden figures. All the hidden hookers and blow. That's really... that's your Yes, that's your Black History Month segment. Uh, <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street is actually more accurate than Hidden Figures. Probably. That's more accurate representation of NASA. Oh, rap- yes, accurate representation of NASA. Yes, absolutely. Not Wall Street. I, I, I think I might have cut out there. Shuffling around the uh, government funds to get that hookers and blow was mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. real mathematical skill that was used. So let's- well, that's why Buzz Aldrin. That's why Buzz Aldrin, you know, keeps dropping hints and everything. He really, he's just like piecing together memories that he can't really recall so you know he's just kind of hoping somebody tells him that that might not actually be completely false you know reinhardt <laughs> the the guys houston was actually houston was actually the name of the drug dealer pimp and when they said houston we have a problem it meant that the blow <laughs> wasn't were... good it was cut with too much baby laxative oh my god <laughs> stop this is why people listen to this show yeah they're the baby laxative got to him and they shit their spacesuits <laughs> God, um, if only they were wearing masks inside their spacesuits, right. like the oh, newest oh ISS crew. Yes, the newest <laughs> ISS crew going up, wearing masks inside their space helmets. Oh my God, man! The propaganda—that's that's that's propaganda right there, man. You got your spaceman, you got your diverse spaceman crew. They're in the nice shiny spacesuits. Uh, they're going into space which is a vacuum and they're wearing masks. 30 year old astroneuter. Um. <laughs> How about the picture? How about the picture of, and they call it the scariest picture in the universe. And it was the guy doing the free float. Like he's got like a jet pack on only in it. Like he's facing the ISS, but he's, he's like scooted himself out, out into space about, 
you know, 100 feet or so. He's not untethered. He's doing a, an untethered spacewalk, but he's got like a little jetpacky thing that's going. That picture looks so like I mean, I've seen some fake pictures from NASA and that one looked really really it just looked like a dude standing and they just uh airbrushed out the platform that he was standing on. Right. Well, but hey, but they're they're boots. They're solid. They can't move or anything. So it's just always going to look like they're standing on a flat surface. Except it's except when they're except when they're out on uh, doing a repairing thing and their feet are like curved around the invisible pipe that they're standing on. I have no idea what you're talking about. Nope. You know, Johnny, ta- you know what I'm talking about. You've obviously never seen boots before, or I've never obviously seen boots before is what I was told. Yeah. So the perseverance, what is this? What is this thing called again? The perseverance? It's, it's the perseverance. All right. So the perseverance, Jack, you posted the picture of the zip ties. That'll go in there too. And people are like, you know, it's an industrial strength plastic. Yeah, I'm I'm sure it is. But this thing looks like it rolled out of you guys seen the movie District Nine, right? Yeah. It looks like it rolled out Love of that, that junkyard. Movie. Yeah, it's a great movie. It really is. Uh it looks like it looks like if Wally, you know, got lucky in District Nine and this is the baby that came out of it. Like I don't this is thing looks like it was on Tatooine, which Mars obviously is supposed to be the red planet. That's what I was about to say. Yeah. This thing, but look how crappy and junky and like thrown together haphazardly, all this stuff. The picture, it, it looks like something you'd see on shelves in somebody's garage, not rolling around on some other planet. It, it looks like somebody's rusted erector set from like 1973. Yeah. There's like an electric tom tom on the one side there, like from you know. Uh, then looking at it straight on, this thing looks retarded. The picture where you can see like the stack on one side, and you got the li- what looks like the little water tower in the middle, and then you got on the right hand side, it looks like it looks like that piece that's got the round part in it, like the hole going through it. That looks like it's right. supposed to bolt to something else. Like you see the bolt holes? Well, is that supposed to is that supposed to be like a like a DC motor powering maybe like a, a generator or something? Maybe I don't know. I honestly don't. I honestly don't know. This is a very strange looking science projecty like somebody's AP robotics class put together with money that they they got from like selling you know cookies. Like, look, it's got okay. So where the camera is, it looks like the old. Uh, high school film, uh, the slide projector, and it's got right, and it's got like a lawnmower air filter right underneath it, and then going down, you've got like five or six different kinds of what look to be like millennial thought chokers going down the neck. It's got it's got a sideways garbage disposal on top. Is that what that is? A sideways garbage disposal? Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and then or, or like or which like part? The, uh, which the part are you talking about? Filter. The, the water filter ice maker inside of a of a decent refrigerator from 10 years ago. No, I don't think that's, I've ever taken that's one That's probably apart. what it is. They're probably doing the R2-D2 thing, and they mm. probably have like a midget or two inside. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. You know, and again, I'm not a robot. Is that an avocado? Like on the bottom left there? Is that, looks like, see it? It's I don't know, it kind of looks like an all-seeing eye to me. It's got the pit in the middle, and then it's like, it's, no, that's not an avocado. They didn't send an avocado to Mars. Um, it, and then you've got, on the side, it looks like one of the, one of those Star Wars ships that would 
it was like a half a um like a horseshoe crab that would fly up and then go vertical and fly you know what I'm talking about? I know you know those ones right now. I, I was just thinking about hidden midgets. Hidden inside the uh hidden midgets the- running the perseverance. I don't know. This is it You're looks like a low crab. It looks <laughs> You son of a bitch. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> and it's just constant like circus chase music playing. <laughs> the that's, Benny the Nas- that's the Mars sound. That's the Mars the, sound. Yeah. The actual soundtrack to the Mars video. Well, that's why it sounds like. Project confidence. That's why. Yeah, that's why it sounds like this. It sounds like when the dentist is done cleaning your teeth and they get in there to, to suck out the the extra spit that's what that's what it sounds like um no they had to cover that up they used white noise to cover up the fact that it's nothing but benny hill music going you know while the, <laughs> while the, while the midgets are <laughs> you know and there's a guy a guy run out from a rock and there's a bunch of bunch of chicks in bikinis running behind him and then he turns around and he's chasing them and then they're chasing him and something yeah just see like just, john just, just see like john carter peek out from behind a rock <laughs> Would you say, Doug? Uh, I can't get, I can't get over the chemtrails. The one that's crisscrossing behind the neck, yeah. And the one that's coming up from behind, like, w- come on, man. Yeah. Come on, man. There, yeah, these are chemtrails that are on Earth. These pictures are taken on Earth. I don't care what anybody says. You guys can call us anti-white. I don't care. Like NASA lies. This has nothing to do with white scientists. This is an anti-white no. joke, is what it is, because every Real whites s- care about this planet, not this fake crap. Right. Yeah. God. Ah. Uh. That's so fake. It's just ridiculously fake, Jack. We're we're gonna you know put these in the in the mega too. Um. Yeah. So any, any more on Mars? I mean, other than lone scum. Um. I don't know. Other than this is, as we were told this morning, you know, the bottom of the barrel of all uh, conspiracy theories, you know, flat earth and fake space. It's a psyop, of course. Right. To distract us from the real issues. Yes. Because, because these distractions like NASA don't have anything to do with. What the hell? Is, Is there like a, Black metal show going yeah, on. Yeah, dog bot. Were you like listening to like some? What was that? I was hanging up on somebody and it started playing something else. <laughs> nice. Oh man, nice. I'm like, what the hell? Somebody did somebody start a Latin mass? What's going on? <laughs> black mass. Black mass, right? Uh, black star mass. Ooh, uh, black star mass. That's a good one, Jack. Hang on to that. What? Oh, and I'm still trying to remember. I can't even remember what joke I made earlier that had you laughing. I was going to say, put that down for a possible. <laughs> oh, I no, I forgot. No, hmm. um, no, I, I think we've, I think we've touched all we can on Mars. Yeah, dude, I'm or, looking back. Me, Earth. I'm looking back at that picture of fat Jim Morrison and old Rush Limbaugh. And it's, the same, <laughs> it's the same guy. It's definitely the same guy. It's, oh yeah. Yeah. All right. So Mars, you, the Jim Gaffigan thing is making me laugh. <laughs> yeah, for everyone who can't see, 
uh, <laughs> post to Jim Gaffigan and Kurt Cobain, and now we're actually going, hmm. Yeah, because Jim but Gaffigan's maybe. always squinching his eyes down, right? He's you know, always squinching his face down to make it look like like he's got like this really pronounced brow ridge when in reality he's just like kind of being squinty. Um, it could be. Doesn't he always complain about Seattle in his stand-up? Yeah, that's one of the cities he it's hates. true. Yeah. I don't what if, know. I don't know. We don't know. We don't know. Now we're making shit up. Yeah. That one we're making up. Honestly, we just yeah. made that up during the break. I made that up on the spot. I have no I have no yeah. idea. I was just I was just posing a hypothesis. You right. Know, with the, with um, the 27. The one other thing there was the pictures of the shadows, and I had made mention of how the shadows seem like they're lit from different light sources. Uh, and if only the sun was the only light source on Mars. How do these, how do these shadows have different angles and opacities too? Um, well, and even, even if there was a, like a mounted flashlight or, you mm-hmm. know, an industrial kind of light on sure, there, you sure. wouldn't be seeing shadows from this angle. Right. If it were on the Rover itself, that thing would have to have a, like a freaking wingspan of 10, 15 feet. Probably. Mm-hmm. I don't believe, um, yeah, I don't, I don't believe that this is being lit by one thing. I think then, and, and the nice fisheye, like super fisheye rounding the, the, the horizon over there. <laughs> well, did you guys see the, the absolutely majestic, uh, sunset on Mars? Oh, I did not. Was it, was it absolutely oh, yeah. majestic? Oh, it, it was, it mm. was just absolutely beautiful. I just put it in the, uh, in the Skype here. That's very clearly that is that is a Martian surface. There's no way that could be anywhere but Mars. Or New Mexico or a deserted island or Chile, in Canada. In the, I or don't Chile. Know, like West Texas. Yeah. Looks yeah. Could be West Texas. Yeah, to be um, honest. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gotta hate West Texas. Or at least driving through it. Could be a lot of places. There could be a lot of places. But one place that I'm I'm one hundred percent positive that it is not, it is not Mars. No, it is not. All right. Uh, uh, moving on to the next section of today's Nationalist Inquirer. What do we got here? We have our, uh, we have our religion section. Yeah, we, we have a religion section. Absolutely. What do, do we got? What do we got? <laughs> oh, real quick. Okay. I, I, I just wanted to get a little, uh, a very tiny sports section in real quick. Oh. Uh, Tiger Woods... Flipped his car the other day. And I just want to say, I'm really glad it wasn't in a helicopter because remember the last uh, athlete oh. sacrifice that happened in a helicopter? Yeah. Everything that happened afterwards? Yep. So if we're, if we're just, if we're just a little bit lucky here, maybe he decided that the melatonin wasn't working out and he re-upped his ambient script. You know, oh, is everyone him? trying to be like me? Oh, I know. Like he must. Yeah, that dude. That's it's kind of cool that Tiger Woods is a listener to the show. I just uh, if if he if he listened closely enough, we did warn everybody, including Base Mom, stop trying to be like Jack the intern. Right, parkour driving is not a thing. We've said this. We've said it a couple of times. Stop it. Just stop it. All right. Yes. On to on to the religion. Yes, to the religion thing. I had something else about so, Tiger. Actually, hang on a second. Hang on a second. Um, I forgot there was something about Tiger. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He um, 
I don't know, man. Tiger, he's not really black. He doesn't think he's black. You know, Tiger's... Dude, any black that plays golf probably hates niggers. You know what I mean? So instead of a roof Korean, he's a hood Korean? Well, I mean, you know, he went on Oprah. He went on Oprah... Uh, and he said he didn't identify with African-Americans at one point. And, like, he didn't make a peep on Black Lives Matter at all last year. Radio silence, you know. He so was he's not, a porch Korean. He's a porch Korean, yeah. Um, <laughs> and it makes, I guess that makes, uh, that makes um, Chappelle's racial draft even more and more pertinent, relevant. You watch the porch, I'll watch. Or you watch the roof, I'll watch the, the porch. porch. <laughs> who's, on, who's on the roof, Kobe? <laughs> nah, Kobe's, Kobe's definitely more than six feet under. Oh, I, th- I thought he was hanging from a tree. Like, I, oh, I mean, like, uh, like, like his corpse. I, I, I mean, uh, uh, like, like the, the helicopter. Like the helicopter crashed. when it exploded and he fell his out of the helicopter. Never deployed. His, his parachute just landed somewhere. Right, like, like in every movie where a helicopter lands in the tree, the guy is always like hanging there. You know. Yeah, Kobe just happened to, you know, die from it. Right. Right. All right. Um, so the religion section. Oh, something about uh something about this this fake pope, right? <laughs> okay, so I know I'll be I've got a few things to say about this, but thank you, Dogbot, for posting this um originally, because this oh man, this sent me off. Not okay. on like a on a rage or anything, just it's just so friggin' funny to me. Um, yeah, so Mr. Fake Pope, uh, Pope Francis, is going to be traveling to Iraq to the ruins of an ancient city known as Ur, that's mm. U-R, um, to hold an interreligious Abrahamic prayer uh, with Christians, Muslims, and Jews at the Holy Temple, or Ziggurat, of the old Sumerian moon god Shin, or Nana who was the patron deity of Ur, one of the epicenters of Sumerian culture. So, yeah. It's also Mm. claimed to be the birthplace of Abraham. Um, You know, it's said that he came out of Ur, the Chaldeans, went through Haran, went to Canaan, blah, blah, blah. Modern archaeology doesn't really hold that theory up very well. They think that he was actually from a city called Ura, which is a lot closer to Haran and way more on the way. But that's neither here nor there. Fact of the matter is, this bastard is going to an ancient Sumerian temple, a ziggurat, home of an ancient pagan moon god, (laughs) to hold a religious service. Hmm. Hmm. The, yeah, they're getting everybody together. They're going to get the Christians. There's, what's the list of the the religions that are all going to be there? I saw this earlier. Oh, yeah, it's going to be um, – so it's going to be Christians, Muslims, Jews. Uh, there will also be uh, Mendeans there. Yeah, what are Mendeans? Yeah, so Mendeans, Sabaeans, and Yazidis. Uh, I'll real quick explain all three of those. Um, Mendeans are uh, Mesopotamian people. Mendeism is a monotheistic Gnostic religion. So, yeah, so they're Mesopotamian Gnostics, basically. Okay. Um, Sabaeans are the inheritors of, or the ans- or 
descendants of the quote Sabaean kingdom. Uh, they're from, I want to say Arabia, what we call Arabia now. It's the kingdom of Saba. Um, people hmm. have equated it with Sheba, the queen of Sheba from, uh, from the Bible. Who knows? Okay. And then Yazidis, who are an ancient people from Iraq, Syria, Iran. Um, aren't they? They are. Aren't they the really white ones with like green eyes or something? Yeah, they're they're whiter, lighter skinned people that also worship demons. Yes, that's their okay. religion. Yeah. So yeah, but they, hold they, on. They that, were the ones. They were the ones that we had to go into Syria to help the Kurds uh, save. We had to save the Yazidis because yes. uh, ISIS was going to. ISIS was going to wipe. They were taking Yazidi slaves, and they were mm-hmm. wiping out the Yazidis, the, the Yazidis, and the Kurds. I mean, we have to go send our children over there to die for Zog, uh, and and destroy the the acronym. Right, right. Well, and of course, you know who else wanted to destroy the the Yazidis? Saddam Hussein with his weapons of mass destruction. Mm, that's right. We had to stop him you from mean doing the, that. The, the Scud missiles that couldn't even make it across the border. <laughs> well, yes. he had the yellow cake. Oh. Remember, he had the yellow cake. Right, he was going to kill six million Yazidis with if we didn't yellow stop him. cake. What was he going to give him diabetes? I'm joking. It's yellow cake uranium. <laughs> um, yeah, which the, still can't do anything but make you sick. Right. Well, well according <laughs> to uh, who's the guy that was went swimming and drank the water uh, from the nuclear cooling places? It's really not that bad. I, I don't know. I don't that, know, but did he become Alex Jones and no. start bottling it a super male vitality? No, this guy. I oh man, we watched the video. Skull posted it, and I've seen it before. But he's the guy that um, talks about how nukes are actually completely like nuclear power. The the um the radio the radiation the radiation and the radioactivity isn't as uh, scary as they would lead you to believe it is. And that's one of the ways that they keep nuclear power away from everybody is, you know, the big scary oh, radiation, ah, Chernobyl. Um, but, you know, it's all fake and gay. What, one of my favorite cakes is just the yellow cake with the chocolate frosting, like not too much chocolate frosting, just, just enough. No, absolutely. And I uh, know you can, you can never have too How much chocolate frosting, here? but yeah, uh, yellow cake, uranium, oh. Reinhardt. That's our yellow cake. All right. So <laughs> the Pope, is yes. doing a thing, a multi-religion thing, at a place that supposedly is the birthplace of the three Abrahamic religions because Abraham was from Ur. Supposedly. Am yes. I following this correctly? Yes. All right. A couple interesting things about this god, too. Um, known as Nana, Shin, or Sin. Um, a lot of different names. One of the oldest gods in the Sumerian pantheon actually was the sister of Ishtar, uh, goddess of the androgyne agenda and sexuality. Oof. Yeah. You was know. she the, I guess um, she was the hot sister then if Ishtar was doing all the androgyne stuff. Right. Um, <laughs> it was the consort of, oh, what was her name? Um, I want to say Ningal. Yeah. It was a fertility goddess, another one. Um, what, but Nur- Nurgle? No, not Nurgle. No. No, okay. not Nergal. Nergal was the uh, the god of underworld, pestilence, um, also equated with Apollo, funny enough. One and of my favorite names for any god is Nergal. Yeah, just because like, of just, Meshuggah. It just sound, it, well, no, it just sounds... No, from, from, it just sounds like... It's not from Meshuggah. Like doesn't he play for... Yeah. Nergal's from uh, Dimu Borgia, isn't he? No, I thought it was... 
Meshuggah. Jack. Uh, I'm only familiar with one Meshuggah album, and that's uh, the one that oh. looks that has the uh, CD cover that looks like a bad rave flyer, uh, Chaos Fear. Oh, no, it's Behemoth. I'm sorry. Is it Behemoth? Okay, well, we were both wrong. It's Behemoth. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it is Behemoth. Behemoth. Nurgle. Yep. Um, yeah, I got my I got my fake satanic metal band. It's mixed okay. Up. It happens. It happens. Um, <laughs> thing about uh, this moon god, uh, which I thought was really funny, he's often represented, he's got the crescent moon, funny enough, um, that Muslims are going to be there, but he's associated with the bull and the lion slash dragon. So we've got serpent connections, the hmm. bull, which is a uh, connection with some of the oldest deities, uh, Atlantis, the bull cult of Atlantis, and ancient Greece. Um, I mean, they're... There's so many connections with this god, son of Onlil, uh, firstborn son of Onlil, who's the the king of the freaking pantheon. Hmm. So this was a very old, very important Place. god and figure in Sumerian culture. Right, and it's kind of strange that the pope is going to go have some sort of a service on the ziggurat, on on that god's ziggurat, right? Right, especially <laughs> since ziggurat meaning Holy Mountain, is directly antithetical to Christianity, or really should be any Abrahamic religion. Mm -hmm. The entire purpose of a pyramid or a ziggurat is to mimic the place where the gods came down in the days of old. Um, Read that as fallen angels for the people who like hearing that from me. Um, Mount Hermon or uh, Mount Olympus, all kinds of different mountains. (laughs) It's completely antithetical, which makes sense for this pope, doesn't it? Yeah. Man, oh, it does. My, this, my, this guy's my basically... Always, my grandmom always said, never trust a Jesuit. Amen. Y- your grandmother was a smart smart woman. Yeah, never trust a Jesuit. She this guy's a Jesuit, and he's evil. Guys, I mean, he's he's everything that when they talk about the Chath- the Catholic Church being like the whore... There you go. Or the harlot, right? Isn't that what I don't remember. I got to refresh. Yeah, the harlot. the harlot. I mean, yep. call it call it whatever you want. The harlot, yeah. the synagogue of Satan, Babylon. Well, the synagogue of Satan, yeah, is also, that's, you know, another group. Um, right. Yes. I, right. Just, I just find it funny. They're going to have, uh, they're going to have a group of Mesopotamian Gnostics there as well. Yeah. Can't leave them out, can you? Right. We got Mesopotamian Gnostics. We've got, uh, we got Jews. We've got demon worshiping Yazidis. We've got not Sabbateans, but Sabaeans. Um, yes, or the kingdom of Saba. Right, as opposed to the kingdom of Saud, the other family. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of creepy, you know, and, and also probably heretical on Severy. On Severy. What is wrong with me tonight? Several levels. Like, it's got to be heretical, right? Oh yeah, well it's it's heretical to the people who actually see through it. To any normal person who looks at this and you know does like the one eyebrow raise meme, like what? But right. to them, this is just perfect. Sure. I, uh, I I shared it on Twitter and I said, you know, we're not living in the end times at this point. I think we're close, but we're not living there yet. Hmm. Uh, this, I think, is proof that we're getting close to something because this is huge. And I know, I mean, talk about. I know you've mentioned, you know, your grandmother. Do you come from Catholic background? Is that right? 
I am a lapsed Catholic. Okay. All right. Yeah, I mean, in your opinion, and Skull has told us as well, most normal Catholics are as normal as you know we can consider any Christian at this point. They don't typically like him, right? Even like boomer um, Catholics. So my ge- the, the general feeling I get from most Catholics I talk to when discussing the Pope is they would rather just not discuss the Pope and pretend that he's not the – it's not that they want to outwardly say they don't like the Pope. They would just rather not talk about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas before – the Bene- same way. Whereas with, before with Benedict and John Paul II, they couldn't stop gushing about all the great things – those popes were doing around the world and the great things that they would say during speeches and stuff like that. Um, but with, with this one, they don't, they don't want, they don't right. want, they to, don't want about to talk it. about it because he's busy, you know, bathing immigrant uh, Africans feet and saying things about aliens well, being exempt from original sin. Uh, what else? It's okay. We're Gen Xers, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Johnny, you and I, so like, what what was the the big identity for Gen Xers? It's it's what music they listen to, right? Sure. It, you know, like, uh, so they have like a favorite band or something. Well, then you you find out after listening to your favorite band that God forbid you didn't get what icon is associated with that favorite band tattooed to you, and then you find out that they're a complete and total retarded libtard and. You you can't stand them, right? But okay. you have you're stuck with the tattoo, mm-hmm. right? And in like and you've you've based a lot of your personal identity on this band or whatever. Well, it's 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 ten times worse for people who are in a religious denomination that they like the things you go through as a child in order to be a confirmed Catholic. It's like it's kind of like a spiritual tattoo of your favorite band. And then like now the new lead singer of your favorite band is a total ridiculous libtard who can't sing and is ruining all the old songs. Hmm. That's an interesting analogy. I get it. Yeah, it was a tortured analogy. It's a tortured analogy, and I fully expect everybody to call me out on my terrible tortured analogy. But that's that's what I have. No, I get it. I mean, obviously, I'm a Gen Xer, so obviously, I get it with the music and the tattoos. I've seen, I've seen a lot of people. I am not one of them with a shitty band tattoo, but I've seen a lot of people my age uh, and also in the same generation getting shitty band tattoos, and then the band ends up, you know, having some. You know, really shitty singer that sucks. Yeah, I get it. Uh, that's the Pope. You know, you signed on to all this Catholicism stuff, and you did all the confirmation and the First Communion and all the other stuff you got to do to go through it, and catechisms and whatnot. And then you get confirmed, and then you find out that the Pope's okay with tranny kids. Hmm. I think it's you. You have no. You have no choice as a Catholic who your Pope is. Right, you don't. You don't. Much like it's your president, like, you don't have much yeah. choice. I think it'll be very interesting. Um, just speaking on Catholicism myself and the masses that I've been to, um, it'll be very interesting, specifically at this place, to see the mix of a lot of solar imagery that there is in in Catholicism with 
the well the obvious the moon god temple uh, you've got the solar and the the lunar the male the female meeting in this place what do you guys think about that just symbolically yeah from what we've talked about it, the male female androgyne all of it well it's some literal as above so below sort of mm-hmm. you know just back to that again right yeah yeah and uh and i mean it Wait, as above so below take- are you quoting the message bible yeah, ugh. taking it. To, oh taking man, it. not the Lord's Prayer thing. We're not. No, and I'm not. We're not, doing <laughs> we're that. not starting that. No, we're not starting that. But yeah, I'm gonna mute. No, for as a second. as above, so below. As far as uh, the Freemasonic meaning, yeah. Also, this ziggurat, man. They unearthed it, right? It was buried. Um, it's made out of bricks. Like the whole thing is is like brickwork. I was looking at it. I was looking at the pictures of it. Looking at it from our, um, you know, our new perspective of looking at these buildings, uh, it's got regular sized doors, like regular people sized doors and stuff. So it wasn't like giants, <laughs> uh, but it is millions and millions and millions and millions of bricks. Yes. Where's the brick factory? Where where was the brick massive. factory there? Yeah. Right. Uh, and well, these are I... these are bricks that now this could have easily been built by humans, you know. Um, the way it's the way it it uh, pyramids up, the way like the the sides angle up, it you know, and and they're regular bricks, pretty much. They're you know two foot by one foot by one foot, whatever they are. They're not they're not the giant bricks of the uh, of the pyramids. These look like they could have been built by people easily. Right. Yeah. Well, what we're talking about here, um, and it's funny, I'm going through David Roll's book on Egyptian chronology right now. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking. If we believe in the chronology of Sumeria, which I I will try and tackle as much as I can after Egypt, which is going to be massive, massive undertaking. But um, apparently, according to conventional chronology, this was uh, constructed in the 21st century in BC um, by a king who proclaimed himself a god. The guy who finished it. Basically, this was being built. He took the throne, Mm -hmm. calls himself a god, stands on it, and is like, yep, I did this. Yeah, <laughs> it's the old like, I did this. No, I did. You did this. I did this. Yeah, it's the yes. That's that uh, no, it, it works because well, these things would have been multi generational if uh, if they were right. built by humans. Because th- this isn't something that you could just do in a couple of years. Not like not like the Chicago World's Fair where you build two hundred buildings on six hundred acres in like what was it sixteen months? Some fake like that. Right. Uh, so. What I'm getting at is in, it's entirely possible if we have, uh, with new chronology, you know, the story of David around like 900 or 1000 BC, mm-hmm. we're looking at this at like 2000, 2094, I want to say, uh, around there. So it's entirely possible there could have been giants involved, but you're right. This is very different than like Baalbek right. or a lot of these huge megalithic sites. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, did you see the reconstruction? Somebody did like a digital reconstruction of what it, the of the city Skype looked like. Chat. Yeah, I saw that. No, not the city, just the the temple itself. Oh, um, no, I guess what it would look like. Like, just imagine Pope oh, yeah. Francis standing at the very top. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. That's a big Sumerian looking building. Um, could have survived the flood. It could have. Oh, you know what, you guys? We forgot about, in the first hour, we forgot about, uh, we were talking about celebrity replacements, and um, we completely forgot about 
the most intriguing one, I think. Oh, recently. Johnny, before you mention this, this has been disproven by Snopes. What happened? I just want to let you know. Oh, what I'm about to say? Yeah. Okay. It's already been disproven, so we oh, can just end okay. it here. So we can just leave it here and just. Uh, you don't talk so about the it? fat polyamorous cat lady in her uh, in her cheating husband. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's the end of the show. Debunked. Uh, do we have a creepy pasta? No, not yet. <laughs> Debunked. But uh, yes. So, what do you guys think about this? What if? Because I know I had posited that theory, and there was that really huge Twitter thread about it, uh, about John Benet Ramsey being the first digital child sacrifice that you know the whole um this person does not exist.com you know uh she could have been completely fake and not even you know not real at all whatever um you know that kind of is a very intriguing theory but what if john benet ramsey became katie perry so hmm. when I first brought this up, apparently this has been going around for years and mm-hmm. it's been out of all the celebrity replacement theories. This one has been scrubbed the most. Yes. The quiet, it's the quietest. Uh, you can barely find anything on it at all. It is incredibly scrubbed and, and it has its own IDF and it has the KP IDF, you know, the Katy Perry IDF. Yes. Um, you get the people really defensive in the comments section and you know, it's, it's interesting, but so yeah, JonBenet Ramsey died at age six. Katy Perry would have been 12. Is that the, th- is that how the ages go? Yes, that yeah. is correct. Uh, yeah, she was six years older. Mm-hmm. So it, there definitely is a difference between a six year old and a 12 year old. It's not like six and eight. Sure. You know, but, um, but, the stories I forgot how they worded it, but the way that they that the uh, the Katy Perry story came up, you know, she could have been much younger than they said she was. Where they said she was sixteen, she could have been twelve or thirteen. You know, those the, the, right. It's like, not like it wouldn't be the first time people have flubbed a birth certificate before. Sure, flubbed their age. Sure. So let's take a few years off of what Katy Perry was supposed to be. So then we have eight and you know say nine and six and John Benet Ramsey was very mature for a five-year-old when she was doing all those six-year-old when she's doing all those pageants maybe she was actually seven or eight maybe you know the ages if you do they could work out to be the same person um right well one one interesting thing that I found um on the Katy Perry side, Mm. she, so she was doing an interview. uh, I want to say this comes out of like an autobiography or something. I don't know. Something she's bloviating and she drops this little nugget. Um, She's doing an interview and she says, quote, not that I was one of those stage kids. There was no John Benet Ramsey hiding inside of me waiting to burst out. Right. That's from her book. Like I'm a little songs about God. Yeah, she's that's her autobiography, something like Firework or something like that. Well, yeah. and, and and also there's the old footage of her when she was doing the Christian, uh, the gospel singing circuit, and she's on the tour bus and everything, and she starts crying about her, uh, you know, like how can I hate my parents and love them at the same time? 
And yeah. it, there, there's, there's, there's just something incredibly odd about that, that particular moment. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like callbacks with Katy Perry now back to things John Bonet did. Um, the God bless America thing. I mean, obviously she's going to be, you know, Katy Perry will sing God bless America at once in her career. But when she did it, she was basically wearing the exact same outfit that John Bonet did when she was five or six. Uh, and she did that a couple times in her, in well, her know, career. You know, what's interesting about the John Bonet thing. And this is actually from that thread too, mm-hmm. uh, as pointed out, you know, her parents never, they never saw or never requested the death certificate for their daughter. Right. Ever. And yet the gruesome details, garage, duct tape, blood, everything, were all published in the news. Everything was pushed. Just no holds barred uh, about this girl. Um, that always struck me as a little weird. Whether she was the first digital sacrifice like you've talked about before, or this is the case, it's really, they really drove home you know, the, the gruesome murder of this poor girl. Um, right. And yet her parents never saw her death certificate. Yeah. And they never, her, they never requested one. Her mom failed multiple lie detector tests. Uh, you know, she failed mm-hmm. like, yeah, she failed multiple polygraph tests. The father uh, refused to take them. Um, the interviews with the mom when, when uh, right after John Bonet was supposedly murdered, uh, they, she sounds like a bad actress. You know, she sounds just like a really bad actress, like um, like worse, like worse than Robbie Parker at Sandy Hoax. Um, but couldn't she have been in shock? Okay, maybe, but uh, no, I don't think so. I, after watching no. him a couple times, I don't, I don't think so. I, to me, it just looks like bad acting. Uh, the thing that really, speaking really got parents. me. What's that? Speak. Yeah, speaking of parents, that's the, the one of the things that really, really, really got me on this is the parents. Like the dad, you just take the original dad, shave his head, and put some cool glasses on him, some cool, popular, like like sciency looking, nerdy frames, and you got the dad. Now you got Katy Perry's dad, and you take the mom, and you, she drops 25, 30 pounds, and that is Katy Perry's mom. The parents are the same parents. It's yeah, yeah. Dad's got the same earlobes. Mm-hmm. Just saying, they have the same. Yeah, they have all the same, all the markers. Um, there was some other stuff with the parents too. The brothers, Katy Perry's brother, looks like John Bonet's brother grown up. Uh, why not? Why? Why not? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't they? This this is a girl, and I know DB. You kind of have a. Um, a little bit of a well, actually, with uh, with Katy Perry, but also, why can't that be true as well? I'm not gonna do. I'm not gonna do the whole thing. Well, actually, Katy Perry's a fucking tranny but, thing right now. Like, but, like I, I'm just saying. Like, as far as as cool as this uh, particular little conspiracy thread is, I'd have to say there's there seems to be validity to it because of how many hateful YouTube and mm-hmm. Entertainment Tonight sort of hit pieces were done against this conspiracy theory that just kept going down and down and down whenever I tried to look this up on YouTube. Oh, yeah. There I mean, was, I, I, was, I was like, I was like, well, I, I couldn't find the video. I, right. like, uh, somebody had posted the video in, in our Telegram 
uh, I chat. Did. And I, I went to go, like, I, I went to find on my computer, but I don't have Telegram on my computer. So I, I was just like, all right, well, I'll just put in these search words. It should come up, right? No, it was nope. it was all the the debunking and refutations of it, and one of the most ridiculous ones was two black people going, "Oh my God, I can't believe motherfuckers believe this shit." Yeah, like it was. It was just so stupid, the end. Man. Yeah, <laughs> it's it is really funny because yeah, I I looked it up just before we did the show, uh, and literally every. Every single search result that came up, uh, I saw the Snopes one immediately. It was like, oh my god, I have to use that. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything that came up was, look at these crazy conspiracy theorists. Look at the look at these crazy conspiracy theorists. It was almost just copy and paste, just different uh, headlines the entire time. And yeah, every single video except for like one or two are all scrubbed um, that I could find at least. Uh, there's probably a few more on on YouTube. You ever um, think that maybe that's just because? These people are sick and tired of these conspiracy theorists making these stories up about them. Don't you think? About a six-year-old girl. About a six-year-old girl. Don't you guys have a conscience? Those kids were murdered. That girl was murdered with a cord and a paintbrush. What? A paintbrush. Oh, also, with a apparently cord. the propagator of the theory, mm-hmm. um, or one of the main ones, a guy named David Johnson. This is actually from the Snopes thing. Mm-hmm. Um David Johnson, he's produced a lot of videos for celebrity replacements. Uh, well, what? <laughs> yeah, he's done a lot of celebrity replacement videos. Here's just a couple. He claims, let's see, George Takei is Michio Kaku. Joe Biden is Donald Trump. Tony Blair is Tony Abbott. Prince Charles is Richard Branson. Uh, Jimi Hendrix is Lionel Richie. Pack it up on that one. Oh, boy. Archduke Ferdinand is Theodore Herzl. I want to see that one, actually. See, now he's, he's just now he's just casting dispersions on his own thing because he probably got his pee-pee slapped for it or something for propagating this conspiracy theory. Uh, Jimi Hendrix and Lionel Richie. I yeah. honestly don't see it. No, they're not, the age doesn't the age doesn't work. I don't believe the age lines no. up well well enough. Uh, the 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 fact when Jack told me it was left handed. And the earring thing and the freckles. That's enough for me. And the nose and the tooth. It's just, that's enough. The Lionel Richie thing makes no sense. Uh, but, anyways, yeah, John Bonet being Katy Perry was completely scrubbed. And it had, like, like you said, all the, these anti conspiracy theory uh, you know, videos. It, it lends more, it, to me, it gives more credibility to the conspiracy a little bit. A little bit. I think they protest a little too much there. Right. What was what were we talking about? It was maybe one or two shows ago. Where it's like, why? Oh yeah, the uh, weather weapon. You know, I did. Mm-hmm. I did not use weather manipulation. Yeah. Why did Biden if it's feel so the need? Crazy. To- why say it? Right. If it's so crazy, why do you guys feel the need to send? Uh, uh, I ain't no circle back girl, uh, Jen Saki. Um, <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's her thing. I hate her. Her circle back, Jen oh, Saki. Yeah. We'll, we'll circle back, back to that. Uh, we'll circle that? back to that specifically. We'll circle back to that specifically. Yeah, I'll have to get with the. I have to get with with the secretary, and I will circle back with you. Like no, let's circle back to what just happened. Right. Well, no, that, yeah, I, did you just like sing a little? Did you just do like a Gwen <laughs> Stefani yeah, parody? I did. I like, did. On the what? spot there. I did. Like a. I did. 
a politically relevant I did. Gwen Stefani parody? I don't know where it came from, but I did. Yeah. I'm I'm kind of scared now. It's giving Sven a run for his money. Whatever. Anyways. Um yeah, Jen Saki had to get up on the podium and make a statement that the administration did not use weather weapons against Texas or Trump supporters in general. The fact that they even did that to me just proves that they used them, you know? I did not use weather weapons against that state. <laughs> yes. Yes. Man. All right, 33rd son. Jeez. Right? I forgot about that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, yeah, John Benet Ramsey is Katy Perry. I Honestly, it. when I brought it up for the first time, I I literally just did it because I it came up and I was like, "What the crap is this?" Mm-hmm. I I'm not putting a whole lot of stock in it, but I think it's as plausible, or at least somewhat. The parents, the, uh, the parents really the sell part. it. The parents really yeah. sell it, yeah. Uh, yeah. But I still age... think that thread on the this person didn't exist is that's that's interesting. Damn. That's very interesting, um, and it's completely possible that you know that could be possible. I don't know. They both can't be true. Both stories can't be true. Whatever happened, they used a little girl for horrific things. Right. Right. They used the murder, the horrific murder of this little girl to further this agenda in general. Um, the acting of the mom, you know, the no crying, the no tears, all that. She cried them all out already. Right. She was just out of tears. Her tear ducts were just empty. Mm. All right, was that a not... Katy Perry reference, Reinhardt? Not to my knowledge. Oh, okay. All right. It's just between Johnny singing Gwen Stefani and you making Katy Perry references, I wasn't going to... I was like, I don't know where I'm at. He's, <laughs> wait, did you have an Avril Levine joke lined up? Uh, no, but she's one that supposedly got replaced. Yep. A lot, yeah. of Canadian, a yeah. lot of Canadians are really certain that that happened. Actually, that's one of the first occurrences I ever heard of this phenomenon was the Avril Levine one. But, yeah, supposedly uh, she had like a best friend who looked like her. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, always a little, always a little peculiar looking for my tastes. You know, yeah. uh, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not saying, uh, yeah, yeah, could whatever. Also be, could also be a boy. Yeah, uh, could also uh, be a boy. A, yeah, there's a lot of dimorphism going on with Canadians. Mm-hmm. Anyways, <laughs> apparently there's also a theory that Khloe Kardashian or uh, one of the Kardashian trainees is OJ Simpson's kid. Hmm, interesting. Oh, that, I, need to, I need to stop going down this rabbit hole tonight. Yeah, you got to stop doing that. Speaking of going down rabbit holes, we're done. We're back. Everybody, uh, put your seat back, trays up, put your seats in the upright position. Uh, and for everybody else, we're going to get out of here. And well, wait, before we go, we got a shill. 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 Yes. Telegram is t.me slash the paranormies present. Uh, we post all kinds of stuff up there. Get on there. Uh, we hit a thousand. We hit a uh, thousand uh, subscribers right now. 1200. Yeah. We have 1200 subscribers yeah. now. Nice. Thank get you all. On That's the awesome. Ground floor. You get exclusive paranormies content. Yes. It, because telegram yeah, like self deletes once a month. And after a month, if you're not in there, you're not going to get the content. So, uh, Follow, follow my uh, 
Follow my Telegram channel, t.me slash chupacabra underscore kennel for random dogbot rants and madness. Indeed. Indeed. All right. Well, now we're actually going to get out of here. All right. You guys have a... Man, this is not the midweek, so you guys want to push back the weekend episode today, too? I don't care. Uh, we'll figure it out. Anyways. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll get out of here. We'll see you all later. Time travel makes you gay.